Hello and welcome, kiddies. This time on Superhero Stuff You Should Know, your old Uncle Joker is taking over the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> so, with me today, we have, as always, our dear Ben and Andrewicus, as my co-host. Andrewicus. We decided to bring on the man who knows too much about Batman merchandise, as we found out <laughs> after we brought him on as a co-host. So uh, this has been awesome to find out, and uh, this is also fulfilling a fan request from Jared P. Nice. Andrew here, everybody, and yes, we finally put that boy to work. Can't <laughs> no wait. No more thumbnails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we reached your limit. <laughs> reached your limit, huh? All right. <laughs> And uh, to um, help me out with this week's episode, I brought on one of my best friends, uh, Robert Oden Jr. Uh, so, Robert, if you would, just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what your credentials are for this episode. Um, for my credentials, I, I guess I, have, <laughs> I was a child and I played with a lot of toys. <laughs> so... Uh, I liked uh, yeah, Batman you know, and shit. I think that's kind of obvious. Uh, but yeah, I... Uh, all right, we'll bring you on to the podcast cool. then. That's enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, customize action figures in my spare time. Um, it's just something I've always been passionate about. Um, and it was also, I guess, kind of a way as an adult for me to feel like uh, it was... It's still playing with toys, but, you know, it's a little more adult playing with toys. Nice. nice. Your last name yes. is Odin? That's o- badass. It's a little different, but but it oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, close enough. I thought you were uh, <laughs> Thor's dad, man. All right, well, now we've heard a little bit from Robert, and you got to see some stuff from Ben and Andrew, unfortunately. So we're actually <laughs> moving on. Maybe not Ben, definitely Andrew. Um, we're going to be moving on and discussing one of my favorite topics today, and that is uh, Kenner's Batman Runs. So I'm going to switch on over here. So we can see this awesome artwork. This is actually by uh, an artist I'm friends with on Instagram, Logan Wood. He does a lot of composite kind of collages from the box artwork from Uh different Kenner lines. Mm -hmm. And he's a big fan of uh, mainly like the Burton era action figures as well as the um, Batman Forever action figures too. But I just thought that, you know, he gave me the, uh, the go ahead to use his artwork for my thumbnail and from some other uh, slides I've got on here. So, you know, big shout out to Logan for being nice. cool with this because uh, I really do. I like seeing all this stuff together. That box art uh, from that era is just so cool. You just don't see anything like that. Who's uh, the artist? Do you know? The artist for the artwork, I cannot think of their name right now. Okay. Uh, he actually did. Logan sent me some other work of his mm-hmm. that was like just some separated uh, Batman and Robin artwork. And I've looked at his stuff before, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. I know it's definitely the same guy from, I believe, Returns to, like, Batman and Robin. I don't think the the artwork from the Dark Knight collection is the same guy. But uh, yeah, you can not, definitely no. see a, a continuation through the those mm-hmm. three movie lines. I also see that it's called the Multiverse of Kenner. I'm sure that's you're going right. to get into that a little bit. Sure. This well. is actually That's actually from <laughs> Logan's artwork. So I think maybe his mm-hmm. Multiverse was considering... Uh, Maybe the Dark Knight collection mixed with the Batman Returns collection, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll take a look at it. So, um, just like Ben said, he was surprised that I was such a, a big, I would say I'm just a big fan of Kenner's Batman toys. I don't know if I'm a uh, truly an expert, but I did do a lot of research going into this episode. That's why and, Robert's um, here, bro. 
That's right. I brought on my own expert. <laughs> yes. Andrew said. Andrew said I. Uh, I don't bring on anybody that's an expert on anything, which I have. I hadn't even had a chance to host yet. So low blow. But... I was just mess. I was just messing around, man. <laughs> now you're. You're gonna have to eat those words. Eat those uh, words. Yeah. But we are gonna jump back to the beginning, and that's actually in 1984. And we're gonna hop on over here and look at the Kenner Superpowers line. Yeah. Uh, so these oh, are pretty famous. This is. I had uh, that Robin. You have the Robin. Yes, he's does not look as good as in this picture anymore. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those fleshy legs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I um I never had any of these figures as a kid except for the Joker from the Superpowers line, and uh, I actually found that with my grandpa at a uh, not a flea market but a yard sale. And I was like, oh, he's mm-hmm. pretty cool. He just looked like a classic comic book Joker. But um, yeah, this is the line that pretty much started it all. So uh, it's 1984, and uh, Mego was the last toy company that owned the rights to any DC oh, yeah. characters. And they had like the big dolls and stuff like that. And kind of like, I remember Batman and Robin had the big plasticky gloves. I'm going to save us a bunch of comments right now. I, I think it's pronounced Mego. Yeah. Mego. There Mego. you go. That's why yeah. I brought on Robert and, and Andrew, of course, I can I can trust to correct you. You brought me on for pronunciation. I brought on Andrew. There you go. I could just feel the internet whenever you said that. So it was just like, me, okay. Me go. There you go. Yeah. We'll just edit that out. I never made that. No, mistake. no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it stays. This is a really great classic look here, though. These are all mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, they definitely are like the classic um, versions of those comic book characters from the time. So I do think that's really cool. And I love the Brainiac figure being uh, silver and like his robot body and that kind of transparent top. So he is really cool. Also Um, looks like Darkseid has a cape. It is. (laughs) Yeah. He's very, you know, this is, he's a little classier. This go around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, uh, Kenner got the rights to produce DC Comics characters, uh, all plastic dolls and they're five inches in scale. And um, action figures, bro. Dolls? Action figures. Hey, I'm just reading off of my research, okay? <laughs> we call them action figures. What are they? Uh, little girls play things. I'm going to have to have you uh, find and replace every mention of the word doll. <laughs> I think that figure. might be the only one. <laughs> so each figure, as the name would imply from the Superpowers collection, had a secret superpower that would trigger when the figure's arms or legs were squeezed. I think uh, Robin in particular has like a karate chop action, I think, when you squeeze yep. his legs together. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I do think that's pretty cool that they all have a little action. Um, I remember there was actually a, a Two-Face figure from the line that could like flip a coin. It was a giant coin for him, like the size of a pizza, <laughs> and he could flip it if you did squeeze him. When I feel like that was because on, uh... it was so small that you would lose it, so they had to yes. make it a huge coin. Yeah, just like the uh, Batman also... Forever one. Yeah. When you press on Robin's crotch, he will say, the Catholic League was wrong. <laughs> oh, we got to get a Burt Ward. Yeah, we got to get a Burt Ward dick joke in here, of course. <laughs> it's funny, because I grew up with this Robin with my Michael Keaton Batman, and I always thought that it was part of the same line, so it was always this weird contrast of, like, my Keaton Batman with, like, <laughs> this Robin, who's very traditional-looking with the green Speedo and the bare legs and elf shoes, so I'm like... Even at like four, I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, he's there to he's there to draw fire away from uh, from Batman. Yeah, <laughs> You're the right. target, Robin. So uh, Kenner actually produced three different uh, superpower excuse me three different superpowers lines for all these figures, 
And they entered production before uh, creating some rumored figures that we're going to take a look at. So these figures Ooh. never actually saw the light of day, which I think is pretty cool to look oh, at right shit. now. Uh, these you've are got cool. Catwoman, an extremely flamboyant man bat. Uh, he's borrowed <laughs> Hulk's pants. Clark Kent, oh, wow. Quadrex, who I've never heard of, but I, I probably would have liked him as a kid. He looks cool. And Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yeah. Wow. This is cool. Uh, classic Catwoman as well with the, the purple. Yeah. Now, is that Swamp Thing a prototype, or is that from the Swamp Thing line that came out later? Because it looks very similar to the Kenner figure that came out. Yeah, it could be that they used that prototype to create that figure, because as far yeah. as I know, these are all just kind of prototypes that were never produced. And it looks like uh, Catwoman was actually the, you know, Batman Returns one. Her body may have been uh, modeled off of the original Catwoman slightly as you can see from that one picture down there with the tail mm-hmm. sticking up. So yeah, I did all think you have that to do was is cool. Recolor it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely the head looks a little bit different, but um yeah, I just think it's cool to get a chance to look at these unproduced figures because Man Bat would have been a really interesting choice for back then considering all the other classic uh That's true. you know characters from the the uh even like the TV show that it was uh combined with. Let's yeah. paint let's paint an aural picture real quick for the podcast listeners too. <laughs> Yes, that's right. We are using a lot of imagery here. So the yeah. reason I said Man Bat is very flamboyant is that he is a <laughs> uh, kind of a magenta color, a very dark uh, wine, I guess, reddish yeah. purple for his yeah. his skin. He has uh, a beautiful magenta metallic pants, and he's got <laughs> brown wings, brown fur around his neck, and a brown cro- uh, kind of like a crew cut. And his ma- his ma- his mouth is kind of spread apart. He it looks very monst- monstrous compared to his body. So uh, also, he, both cool. of his hands are up as if he's just be like, "Hey, what's up?" That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's interesting looking. And um, Catwoman, like we said, is the classic costume. She's uh, all purple with her her long elbow length black gloves, and she's got some boots on. She's got a cool tail. Clark Kent mm-hmm. looks really boring. It just looks like Clark a Kent. Yeah. Clark Kent figure, pretty much blue suit. Yeah, uh, Quadrex is a really cool looking guy. He looks like a Mortal Kombat character. That's true. He's, he's got four That's arms. True. He's got kind of a aqua and blue motif he, going on with his he, costume. He does look like he looks like if Goro was one of the Mortal Kombat ninjas. <laughs> yes, he does. You know, it's like a combination of those kind of things for sure. Yeah, and Swamp Thing and just they like made it with a crab. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And just like Robert said, Swamp Thing looks pretty much like the figures that they came out with later, um, even though it's just a prototype. So he's pretty no-neck looking, very stocky. And he does the shade of his cool. green is a little brighter than I would expect, too, on that. Yeah. But, you know, it was product of its time, I think. Yeah, actually. Yeah, very much so. so I think the Clark, its... the Clark Kent pick one is pretty boring. And I wonder how many Clark actual Clark Kent toys there have ever been been you know it's such a strange yeah. choice but I, I can i can kind of see myself as a kid with like a toy phone booth if they ever made that mm-hmm. like have him go into the phone booth and then have you know the, the toy uh, superman come out of it or something yeah it's harder to make him a transforming figure like batman yeah 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 you know because yeah. you got to deal with the glasses and how do you deal with the suit and it was like how does that work i know there mm. was there is a couple like kind of like quick change clark Kent figures from the uh, kind of like the Superman the Animated Series toy line, part of the Batman mm. Superman Adventures. Yep. And uh, I think he has like a whole casing 
of Superman's body that goes around him, if I'm not mistaken. It's, yeah, it's like a like rubbery that. sleeve, and it's completely <laughs> open in the back. Like, it doesn't close, so it's just like, <laughs> yeah. hope nobody walks around to the back of him. <laughs> His skin suit. <laughs> it is really weird. Oh, man. Everyone so just gotta... thought I just hid it under my shirt and just ripped my shirt open. It's actually a more complicated than that. <laughs> he's like a werewolf on Hemlock Grove. He just has to rip his skin off every time that he's turning back into Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right, so we've looked at these kind of cool, unproduced figures, these prototypes. Um, but during its time in the market, uh, the Superpowers Collection managed to release action figures of Batman, Robin, the Joker, the Penguin, and Mr. Freeze, as well as several other DC figures... Uh, mm. of DC Comics characters. This is kind of cool. I want to show you guys the Joker <laughs> that I had as a kid. This uh, He's got a cool little hammer and stuff to ah. know, smack Batman and others over the head with. It's foreshadowing of Harley Quinn's mallet. That's true, yeah. And yeah, uh, right. it's Neil Adams' artwork on the box art for those listeners on the podcast. So, um, I don't know. I, I love the art on these. It's very... The box is like primary colors. It's like blue red and yellow and you got the neil adams art for uh joker classic, and batman yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. very exciting batman comes with a free clark kent yeah nobody yeah. wanted clark kent that's yeah. right this he's is, free but they didn't release him though right that's <laughs> right i this think is... i think he did actually come out he's super rare because he oh. was a mail-in offer oh, oh shit oh there you go yeah. okay that's awesome that's awesome. I'm curious what kid is like, I got this Batman action figure, but I could also get Clark Kent. I really want that. I'm like, mm. hey, maybe somebody, skip the Clark Kent. Somebody wanted him. One of those kids did. Here's our other figures that I was talking about. So they did produce, of course, Robin, uh, Penguin, and Mr. Freeze. This Penguin is one of my favorite figures ever. Classics. And as we'll, as we'll talk about, of course, he was repainted and his articulation was taken away from his knees for the Batman Returns line. I know I always noticed that that he, he can't bend his knees in the Batman Returns figure, but uh fuck that shit. <laughs> I just love it. I love his blue jacket. I love his little primary color umbrella like I don't know, mm-hmm. such a classic penguin figure. But Mr. Freeze looks stupid. I just always think this figure <laughs> looks really dumb. <laughs> he doesn't have white skin either at this point. He's just kind of fleshy colored. But he does look like this in the uh, what a, a superpowers t- uh, TV show. If I'm thinking of the right name, he has a super. He looks like he has a helmet within a helmet. It does. I think it's got a little kind of squared off uh, face to it. All I remember is in the cartoon for like the superpowers Batman and Robin cartoon. It's like they're introducing all of Batman's villains, and it's like the cool, cruel Mister Freeze, and he just has this like <laughs> staunch look on his face. <laughs> But for the people at home, if you've never seen this figure, he's uh, he's got white sleeves and white legs. He's got like kind of a indigo, like a light indigo chest plate and gloves and boots. And he's got these weird red pieces on his costume. I think he yeah, actually had guns. That? He actually had guns, <laughs> guns at the time that would pull out like a cowboy, like little holsters on the side. And they had uh, hoses that would attach to his back. So they are like freeze guns. But I don't I was know. Wondering something where the about freeze guns were, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's something about his color scheme. He just doesn't jibe with me. He just he seems kind of lame compared to future Mister Freeze figures. Mm-hmm. It's um, kind of boring. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just not yeah. exciting design. I would definitely want the Penguin over the Mister Freeze on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, all, I think Robin and Penguin are definitely my favorites. I do have both figures in the box, um, and these figures in the box actually have a different card art. I wish I had put a picture of it up, but it's golden. 
And oh, uh, it's not Neil Adams artwork. I'm looking at them now, but it's like similar to the box art for the uh, Toy Biz Batman line. So actually take a look at that. So your favorite is Robin and Penguin out of the whole out of this whole line or is out of these three? I think out of these three, uh, I okay, definitely would yeah. say Penguin out of my out of the whole line is really? one of my favorites. More yeah. than Batman. Well, yeah, I like Batman too, but I, so my grandpa is a huge Penguin fan, and he always collected yeah. different Penguin figures. So yeah. a lot of the Batman toys that I had as a kid came from him, and okay. me collecting stuff came from him. And I remember that I went to Disney World at like six years old, and when I came back, my grandparents picked us up from the airport, and my grandpa gave me this figure. It was oh, like wow. a, the blue coated like penguin. I just thought that was so cool. So, yeah, I don't know something about it. It's just like a kind of a nostalgic connection to him that I I always like this figure a lot. That's cool. All right, so we'll take a look. This is also the Batmobile from that toy line, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's I'm sure it was modeled after the one in the comics in the cartoon from the time that Superpowers cartoon, but uh, I like the orange bubbles on it. It's kind of like the '66 Batmobile with the disconnected bubbles. Mm-hmm. But I like that translucent orange plastic that I know uh, Robert's a fan of as well. Yep. Anything yeah. translucent I'm obsessed with. Or glow in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> real, real product of my time. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks like the 66 one, but mostly blue. And it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also got uh, sort of the illustration or silhouette of the bat cowl on the front yeah i think yes. that's really cool it's part of the grill mm. yeah, yeah that's so this cool. one's yeah this one's really cool and they uh, also had a bat copter as well which Sweet. i did not have a picture of but i did want to show the art for the batmobile <laughs> where they're just shoveling up shoveling up joker's ass i guess joker was already out there breaking up rocks i like to assume that batman and robin are just kind of like tormenting him while he's already in prison you know he's out there break, busting up rocks and they just come through and Shovel them up with this kind of like, what do they call that? A, a cow? Cow uh, catcher. Cow catcher on the front of the Batmobile. So oh my God. that's how Batman and Robin. I gotta... <laughs> attached it to the Batmobile just for this. Yes. Both Robin and Joker seem to be loving this. <laughs> yes. Batman, Batman's not into it. but two, I'll do it if time. you want me to, but it's kind of weird you two are into this. Be I think... stopping you from killing people. <laughs> This is just how Batman deals with all of his criminals. He just runs them over with his car. Permanent and, uh, lower back injury. <laughs> there you go, yeah. For Joker. Still not killing him. And here's the Batcopter. I did have some pictures of it as well. So uh, the Batcopter, I'll say later, is actually a re- it's repainted for the mm. uh, Dark Knight collection line. So I thought that's cool. But um, yeah, I like the artwork down here at the bottom. It's the back of the box where you can see that you can actually capture the penguin with the Batcopter. So I always love those pictures on the back where it's kind of a demonstration like, hey, here's how to play with this dummy. You know, showing you (laughs) what you're supposed to do with the toy. The Batcopter's never been in live action except for uh, 66, right? Yeah, yeah, the 66 movie. Yeah. He has no need for that when he's got the Batwing, but... uh, Yeah, pretty much. I guess so. It's too (laughs) slow. Yeah, I don't Compared know. Compared to the Batwing. It's really cool, it's I think. A little noisy, too, I would say. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess so. Definitely would have been a cool toy for a kid. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And, of course, I just oh. wanted to, to highlight the uh, main man himself, since we are talking about Kenner's Batman toy lines. This is the original Superpowers Batman figure, um, and he just looks great. I love, like, the classic yeah. colors on him. Uh, mm-hmm. The one to the left, that picture specifically, I 
think I may have a picture of it up here, but if I don't, the original uh, Toy Biz advertisement for their Batman 89 line had a version of the Superpowers Batman figure. He was paint, he was just uh, painted black. So they just kind of reuse that figure only for the advertisements, mm-hmm. not for the actual mm-hmm. uh, figure itself. But I think that's interesting. Yeah, I was going to say it looked kind of familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is, you know, it's a spectacular figure. I know it's one of Robert's favorites. And uh, yep. yeah, it's just so so classy. I love having the, the blue and gray. So mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah, think this is great. Awesome. Maybe wrapping it up. Um, and as I was saying earlier, it's uh, the cartoon show is Super Friends. So the Superpowers mm-hmm. collection is actually, I know a lot of the visuals are taken from that TV show. Uh, so that's what I was trying to think of, the Super Friends. I've got a couple episodes of that, like a VHS, and that was from the 70s. So you could see they were still pulling a lot of the designs and uh, color schemes and everything from that TV show, even in 1984. Yeah, well, it makes sense because that was the main source of media yeah. for Batman at that time was the Super Friends show, the Superpowers team and that type of stuff. You know, It's been a while since we did the Adam West show and uh, the 89 movie hadn't come out yet. Yeah, that's what kids would be seeing at the time, so that definitely does make sense. The and now, the, the cape that clips on here, I yeah, had classic. some toys like this, and mm-hmm. that that was sadly always the first thing you'd lose <laughs> yeah. as a kid, you know. Look so at this, many... Andrew. I know you, you got them. Do you have it? Well, I know you. <laughs> nice. I know you really like the scuba diving one. This is Arctic oh, yeah. Batman. We'll talk about him later, but yes. I'm just going to do a little bit of this real quick. Let me see it. There you go. Thanks. I, I have ex- uh expanded his uh, screen okay there yeah that go. is cool nice and okay of so course, he's got like yeah, this the clip-on cape is a must for these figures i just i yeah. love it there's actually a place That's in awesome. raleigh uh that me and robert would go to all the time it was um chromag toys chromag toys if you're listening i did steal a couple of batman capes from the loose <laughs> figures because i wanted some capes for mine because yes they do get lost to the first things to go chromag toys yeah, yeah, they're in Raleigh. They used wow. to be at the Raleigh uh, Fairground flea market, but now they just have one location in Raleigh. But highly that recommend them. evolution, man. That's I right. I don't like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I would highly recommend them. Uh, they got a lot of cool stuff. But um, now we're going to move on to the most important year in history. That's <laughs> 1989. <laughs> the year of as, our Lord. <laughs> that's right. So uh, as for many of us, our love affair with Batman possibly did start with Tim Burton's uh, Batman film of 1989. Mm-hmm. And so did the toy line that is not Kenner. All right. I'm here to bust your bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the very <laughs> first toy line involved with Batman 89 is in fact toy biz. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit. I do like these figures, but once we get to the dark Knight collection, we'll see how much the sculpts were improved upon as they got back to Kenner. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at these. These are some of our Toy Biz Classic. Batman <laughs> figures. Um, yep, I grew up with this Keaton Batman with the utility belt that pulls out as yes. if it's like the grappling yeah. hook yeah. in a way, which yeah. is in hindsight is just super weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, it's, I still have it. The cape is still there, but it's the emblem that got worn, worn off. He has no emblem anymore. Yeah, wow. I have a I have a bunch of these figures. I just love the like zip cord, little combat belt that uh, he's got on them. So I was going to mm-hmm. say that the reason Toy Biz is actually uh, doing this line is uh, once Kenner shut down production of their Superpowers collection, Toy Biz was, was granted the license uh, to DC characters. 
and their first use of the license was to, in fact, produce the figures inspired by Tim Burton's Batman film. Uh, so that's why Kenner did not get the, the first shot at doing action figures for this specific toy line. Mm. Um, and as you can see, there was only three figures. You really just have Jet Nicholson's Joker, <laughs> which was, in fact, a uh, bit of a retooling of the Superpowers Joker body. With yeah, a, it doesn't look like Jack. Yeah, with more of a generic face for Joker. It does not look like mm-hmm. Jet Nicholson. And you also have the um, most important figure in the toy line, which is Bob the Goon. <laughs> I never had that one. I had these other two, though, for sure. <laughs> I love the Bob the Goon figure. He's got a karate kick action. And uh, he <laughs> never stands upright. Kick. He never stands <laughs> upright. I don't know how they took these pictures because mine has to sit down. Uh, because his leg is constantly up. He's cocking it up like he's a dog, you know, taking a piss. So he just cannot stand upright. And I would lose Joker and Bob's hats immediately. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. For sure. Joker did have this cool squirting flower uh, thing, though. Ooh. So there was yes. a little pump, a little yellow pump with a tube that feeds into his back. You fill it up with water and actually squirt water out of his uh, lapel flower, which is a really cool feature that. I wish more Joker figures had. I think that's it's cool playability. And that was, it, it's like you can act out the movie. It was in the commercial, right? I'm, I sort of remember that. Yep, it was in one of the commercials we looked at, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Batman, so like the Joker and Bob, they got the fedoras, and Bob's got the huge machete. Batman's got the detachable, not really detachable, but the belt that pulls out. And he's also holding something. In the pictures he, he's holding seen. a Beretta. He's ready to take down the Joker's goons <laughs> the only way he knows how, and that's permanently. Dude, uh, it's actually it's... supposed to be a um, a batarang and a grapple gun, so that might be a grapple gun. Uh, but he did have a batarang he could hold, he could hold as well. Mm. Bob the goons only sixty bucks, man. In only the box. S- in the box. Holy in the shit. box. I can't that's imagine. Good. I that. I don't understand how he could ever be that expensive I because have... I feel like <laughs> I see him all the time. As a kid, yes. I somehow ended up with two of them. Really? Yes. Like I, he was just yeah. everywhere. Wow. I don't Andrew, I did not I did not have him. Andrew, don't get ripped off. I have seen that figure in the box for ten bucks <laughs> at Pro Don't don't pay sixty dollars for Bob. Oh, I'm um, not. I just good. think it's funny. It is a it's I just think it is funny too that he's like one of the only other figures. I guess they were like, well, there's only one good guy and one bad guy, so we're going to also give him a little henchman uh, to fight. So we this decided wasn't... not to do a Vicky Vale figure. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander Knox figure. Harvey just went, figure. Just went Alexander Knox. Well, He's I'm got not a bad sure tie. Exactly, exactly when they happened, but Toy Biz did a few other DC figures. They did a version of The Flash which I guess would kind of coincide with maybe the TV show coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there was a Riddler, and I believe the Two-Face you mentioned yeah. is actually from that line. Yeah, there was a number of lines for superpowers. I think Riddler and Two-Face might have come out in the second or third wave. I didn't include pictures of them, but yes, I do have the Riddler one as well. It's like the they are based on like the classic comic book looks mm-hmm. of they, that time. But they... Like the Toy Biz, Toy Biz actually re-released those figures yeah. as well. Yeah, like on yeah. these gold cards. That must be what I have in my room then. So Robert, I'm glad you corrected me. So the ones in my room, the Toy Biz re-released, they are DC Comics superheroes figures. So they came after the Superpowers line. So yeah, they are like a Toy Biz re-release. And that version of the Penguin is a slightly different sculpt 
I noticed that because I've actually looked at the superpowers superpowers one next to the superheroes penguin, and the superheroes one is slightly smaller. Um, but yeah, you're right. They did release they uh, re-released some of those, so those are the ones I have. They're probably not as expensive, actually. Oh. So who knows? But yeah, you are right about that. The re-release. So that's why I brought I brought Robert on. <laughs> I can only do so much research, and I'm glad he's catching it. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see from this picture here, there was actually multiple sculpts of Batman's head. Uh, yeah. I don't know why they couldn't quite get it right. Apparently, one of these is supposed to be in Keaton's likeness. I don't know <laughs> which one tell? that is. There's a square. <laughs> okay, so they're they are categorized as square jaw, rounded jaw, and big lip. All right, <laughs> internet, don't get mad at me. Uh, that's just what they were <laughs> What's the fourth referred one? to as. Uh, the fourth one, I think, is supposed to be Keaton himself. Um, okay. so oh, yeah. the one I at the bottom kind of maybe on the bottom left could be Keaton. The only difference I see between him and the one on the right is the one on the right kind of has cat eye, uh, painted shape. So they're and maybe a slightly shorter nose. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. So either way they are cool figures, but it's like they really couldn't nail down that likeness very much. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Now I think we have talked about toy biz enough. <laughs> Oh, so I'm I'm ending Toy Biz with this image where uh, I don't I just thought it was funny I don't know where I found it but it's got uh, Robin is yes it is Robin is toy is his toy action figure of Robin is tied up in rope and he's in the trunk of the Batmobile from '89 and uh, Batman's back is to us so he's that's where he's, he was in that movie that's right he's in yeah. the trunk locked away yeah. not to bother anybody so we're we're leaving Toy Biz behind in the dust and we're moving on. To of course Kenner's beautiful uh, Dark Knight collection. Mm -hmm. Now, this unfortunately did not come out in time for 1989's Batman. Uh, like I said, Toy Biz had the first license for that, so these figures did not actually come out until 1990th, a good year after the movie had already been released. Uh, but the appetite was still pretty strong for any toys related to the film at the time. And this also is the beginning of the variants. So I'm not talking about Loki. I'm talking about the <laughs> costumed variants of Batman. Uh, they mm, really oh, yeah. gave you a lot of bang for your buck with this one mold of Batman with all of the right. different costumes. And again, I remember as a kid, yeah. I was like, this this is not in the movie, but I like it. <laughs> you know, it's, It could be an, an adventure that happened before or after the movie or something like that. Yeah. I always mm -hmm. like the ones that seem like they could work in the film, which is what we'll talk mm -hmm. about when we get to Batman Returns. There's like two of them that I think are like, oh, this could actually work within the environments of the film. Um, so, yeah, I always think that's kind of a cool idea just to put Batman in different environments. Mm -hmm. I always preferred the ones that look closer to the film. I always thought that, I don't know, it wasn't, it never felt real to me when it was just like, yeah. there's, this, there's this green Batman. I'm just like, Batman's not in green. I don't want that. There actually was a number of just black-suited Batman figures, which did mm -hmm. have alterations to them. Some had actions that they could do with one arm or two, so that is interesting you said that, because they did produce quite a few figures that were still the kind of film um, mm -hmm. black costumes. So go ahead and take a look at those. Uh, this is some cool advertisement artwork for the first Batman Dark Knight mm -hmm. Collection toy line. And I love the tagline. We saw this on the commercials, but it's uh, it's Batman, if you, as you've never seen him before. So I always think that's really funny. It's like, well, I've seen Batman on the screen, but these toys definitely look better than the Toy Biz ones. Mm -hmm. 
and they definitely nailed Keaton's likeness. So uh, yeah, a lot better. Yeah, I, the only wish I had was that they could make the Joker figure in the classic colors of the costume that they did on the film, but I guess they had already done that for the toy business. He looks figure. a little Romero-ish when it comes to the coloring. He does a little bit. I never um, thought about that. That's, yeah, really. Yeah, I do still like him a lot. I like that he's got the helicopter uh, backpack thing. Uh, I just think that's kind of a cool feature that, of <laughs> course, it's he does ride in a helicopter in the film, but he never actually... Has a personal That's helicopter he on his es- backpack. <laughs> he could have escaped the helicopter. He could have escaped his death at the end of the movie if he had. That's that. right. Yeah, he could That's have been true. flying around, swinging that gargoyle, hitting people on the street with <laughs> <laughs> his little like his little helicopter backpack. <laughs> you do have this awesome Joker cycle as well, uh, with his mm-hmm. face on the front. That just it screams Joker to me that he has his ego right at the front of that motorcycle, and mm-hmm. I think it does fire <laughs> off if I'm not mistaken. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, in 1990, Kenner produced their first Batman-centric line of action figures with the Dark Knight. Each figure in this collection has some sort of gimmick, usually related to the suit, which bore figures such as Tech Shield Batman and Thunder Whip Batman. I like that. He can just whip the shit out of Joker. Uh, <laughs> each, toy was at, each toy was loaded with new accessories and suit enhancements, but by this point, uh, actual variations in design, coloring, or molds are all but non-existent, and the only differences to be found would be in the packaging of the figures, which we'll look at in a second as well. Some cards in this line simply say The Dark Knight, while others are branded for the 1989 film. And as we were talking about with these variants, uh, these are just a couple that I wanted to put up here. you got the classic Batman on the far left in his uh, costume that he wears on film, all black, golden belt. Then you have this really awesome, I think this is Iron Winch Batman that has like a more dark muted version of the comic book colors where it's like a Navy mm-hmm. blue for the um, accents. And he has kind of a warm gray for the bodysuit. Then you got another one. that has got like a dark blue bodysuit, but still a Navy blue with the rest of the accents. Then you have this other one. that has got a, a gold bodysuit. So they had a couple of these, like a gold, a copper one. Um, and uh, just a lot of different varieties of colors. So Batman I don't know why, but I had the gold one. I had Everybody maybe the did. black one, the black one too. Yeah, it's just you just <laughs> got whatever you could get, you know, mm-hmm. you're yeah, good at this yeah. age. That's right. Yeah, I think the only reason I had more variety is just from like my parents and grandparents taking me to the flea market all the time. Yeah. So I would be like seeing all the different loose Batman figures, and you know, snatching them up. So <laughs> I did think this was cool. Uh, I didn't include this in the presentation, but the idea of producing Batman in different costumed colors uh, actually came from a comic book which i think we've talked about before ben which is like the multiple costumes of batman where he wore the different colors uh, i guess i can't remember what his motivation was but he's like he had to wear a different color costume each night uh something like that but I, I remember the toy line they were trying to find ways to you know capitalize on the same mold and mm-hmm. somebody actually showed them the comic book where Batman has different color costumes, and that's where they got the idea to start producing variants. <clears throat> are you talking Batman. about the Silver Age one, or are we talking yeah. about the? Okay, all right, because there's yeah, also Silver something Age called one. I think the Dark Knight Gallery, where he kind of has a sketchbook of stuff, but it's also stuff that ties into actual action figures that were sold. So there was kind of a tie-in there, where yeah. it's like it seems like it's his 
his sketchbook of like all the different costumes he needs, but it actually ties into the book, the, to the toys that you can get. Yeah, no, this one I'm thinking of the Silver Age one because it's like he's wearing, he's he's putting on a pink costume, I think, <laughs> yeah. on the front, and he's got yeah. his other costumes Robin's in the like, background. Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so without that comic, we may never the have Batman all too. these. Yeah, without that comic, we may never have all these wonderful variants of Batman. Uh, mm-hmm. That's and, cool. Uh, Kenner would not have made as much money. I also wanted to show this too. This is like of some course. of the uh, what you would call like the role playing toys that Kenner mm-hmm. produced. It's kind of like a costume. Uh, so I always thought this was really cool. So you've got uh, a kid in both ads. One of them, he's got like a utility belt that's got a gun on it. Like I said, Batman's <laughs> taking a him freeze, out. Freeze, freeze ray weapon. It's there. Says. You go. So yeah, he yeah, stole yeah. that from Mister Freeze. That's right. He didn't exist yet, but he stole it from him. This is a crime <laughs> control set. So he's controlling crime by shooting the criminals. He's got a walkie-talkie, binoculars, you know, everything you need to fight crime. And the other one is a Batman armor set. So you get a Batman mask, a Batman torso, like an armor piece. I actually had this as a kid. It was hard plastic, and he had, like, Velcro straps on the back to strap it on. And you also had a glove, like a gauntlet, that would uh, shoot out little little Batman missiles. So I thought that was pretty cool. So him having this gun here... I think I had this, but, you know, when you're this young, you're not super familiar with the rules of Batman. And the 89 movie doesn't really say, I'm against guns. You know what I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, as a kid especially, it's just like, yeah, cool, Batman gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's got Batman's logo on the side, so you know it's his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I don't know if, if you have a picture of it, but in this range of things, there was a... I believe it was called a Sonic Blaster that they released, mm-hmm. that it was just a repainted, retooled version of the Imperial Stormtrooper uh, <laughs> Oh, Blaster. yeah, yeah. Um, and they just, like, stuck a little bat logo on the front of it, did the whole thing in Ro- black, put some orange tips on it. Yeah, Robert, I don't have a picture of it, but I'm actually looking at it right now. I have it in the box. It's uh, I think or at least this one's called the Batarang Blaster, um, and it comes with, like, a Batarang on the front of it, so maybe a slightly different toy. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah. That, I mean, this one's kind of cool too. It basically looks like this gun, but it has a batarang that you attach to the front of it, and uh, mm. it shoots out. So that's kind of cool. It's like a grap- his grappling gun or batarang gun. So a lot of these uh, Kenner figures featured a clip-on backpack of some kind, just like we talked about um, the helicopter backpack for Joker, and Batman had a couple backpacks too that would have little missiles on it. Uh, or like a little grappling gun on the back of those. And some of the vehicle molds, like I talked about, were from previous series, like the Superpower series. Uh, and others were from movies like RoboCop, Police Academy, and Silverhawks, which were other movie lines that Kenner had produced figures for. And I think some of the accessories might have been from them, too. Hmm. Yeah, there was, a, there was a, a bat plane at one point that was taken from Silverhawks or Thundercats or something. Mm-hmm. I might have a picture of it as we go through here. I just yeah. wanted to showcase the uh, classic Batman figure, the one that is uh, most uh, close to his film appearance. So I think he's pretty cool. He's got like a little, I think that's a grappling gun or a batarang like launcher thing that would clip onto his forearm. A lot of them had that. Bar. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And had these big, huge like pieces <laughs> that would fit on their arms. So mm-hmm. that was definitely like a, a staple of these figures. And of course we've got... One of Robert's favorites, the quick change Bruce Wayne figure. So I think, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a Clark Kent figure, but this may be the first Bruce Wayne figure to be produced. 
as a toy. That sounds right. Yeah, I think it could be. It feels right. There might have been a Mego <laughs> version, though. Well, one or, that you are could... you talking about it? Are as you far talking as, about a quick change version? I think a quick change version. I guess the Mego gotcha, one. Okay. Could you take off his mask? I don't know. I just I just think I've seen them, but yeah. I don't think there were ones where you can like change them between it. But let us know in the comments if we're wrong on that. That's right, and blame Andrew for it. So, <laughs> is there is there any information on the shirt design? Like, I know- who designed this? What was the thinking behind it? Because now it's sort of in Batman online subculture. <laughs> As mm-hmm. we all know, Ben, you're wearing it right now, right? Yeah, I'm wearing yeah. this shirt, and we get comments all the time in terms of just like, like, where'd you get that shirt? It's like, it's the one that people comment on the most whenever yeah. I wear it. People all love I... this fucking shirt, and it, it is really cool. I had this figure too. Is there you have any information on who made this actual shirt design? I know it's all. All I know for sure is that the red is an abstract symbol of a bat. It's the Batman mm-hmm. logo. It's just stretched and turned diagonally. Um, yeah, so that's it's, it's all cool. I know about it. Otherwise, I think it might just be like a retro uh, kind of 80s design on there. Mm-hmm. It's Robert, just, do it's you prob- know? No, I, I've never heard anything else about it. I just, for whatever reason, like my entire life, I've just thought it was so like captivating. There's something, it's just so bold and like graphic. Yeah. It's really great. It's bold to have the Batman symbol right on your sweater for everybody to see. <laughs> I'm not Batman. I'm Bruce Wayne. That's right. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's it's great. I I just there might be more information about that since that since obviously they're selling T-shirts on that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Ben bought one, and uh, it's just cool because it's like a subtle Batman shirt design, right? Honestly, like you have to it's double take. It's a decision that probably nobody would think that, that someone would be talking about it. This many years from now, it's years probably just later. like, yeah, throw some shit on his shirt. It was probably just like that. Um, yeah, I know it probably Bruce was Wayne cosplay. <laughs> yes, it is so, cool. Uh, it's one of the, it's one of my this is one of my favorite ones. I think. Yes, and the fact that it's Michael Keaton's likeness is uh, mm-hmm. is really cool. That that's the first Bruce Wayne figure. So as I'm talking about this, I have to give a shout out to Robert specifically because he actually created a custom Bruce Wayne oh, quick change yeah. figure for me. Uh, for I think nice. was it Christmas one year, Robert? Yeah, I believe it was a Christmas gift. Yeah, so this is spectacular. Uh, in a minute, I will take us back to our uh, kind of full screen mode, and I'll show you wh- uh, my figure that's here with me up close. But these are just some photos for the YouTube viewers. Um, I mean, he looks awesome. So, Robert, I'm going to let you speak a little bit about what your process was and maybe how this figure came to be. Okay. Um, well, basically, this had been kind of an idea that I had had for years, and I knew Zach was very into the same, um, you know, original toy as well. Um, so I kind of knew that, you know, there's there's a NECA. NECA has a, a deep appreciation for the King <clears throat> of Batman stuff. They just haven't been able to produce that much of it. Um, but they mm-hmm. have a great classic um, 89 version of Batman so I wanted to kind of take style from that. Um, I believe the body was one of the Hunger Games contestants. I, I don't oh. remember which one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of, you know, the shoes and the turtleneck and stuff are sculpted. Um, the head is actually a shrunk down version of the Hot Toys figure. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of stuff um, in customizing online that's uh, maybe in a, a legal gray area. <laughs> but uh, 
But uh, yeah, so I, I got a cast of that and painted that all up, made um, accessories. I cast uh, the cow of the 89 NECA Batman figure, so you could kind of have uh-huh. that as mm-hmm. a, a nod to that. Um, and you can actually, I don't know if you, well, the listeners can't see, but in the middle there where the lamp is on the table, it's the gun that I was talking about. I made a small version because I have a lot of Star Wars figures. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just just little things like that. I, That's I just awesome. I I have so much love for this figure. I, I think as a kid, anything where a figure transformed, yeah. I felt mm-hmm. like I was getting two action figures. So right. anything yeah. like that, I, I just have a lot of love for. So yeah, I just you know tried to tried to do a little updated version of it. Yeah, those toys Looks always great. had so much playability to them, like more playability that you could, you know, put in a costume on a toy, I always think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it fulfills the superhero trope, you know? It fulfills the double identity thing, where you feel mm-hmm. like you have you have a better representation of the actual character, because now he can be both. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to just uh, change it to this mode, so you guys can see the figure oh, itself. There he is. Oh, yeah. There you go. I got a, <laughs> not as good as the pictures that we are looking at on YouTube, but he's got his little... Uh, it's like a little walkie-talkie thing in his hand here too. So, Robert made me that accessory, and his I'm mask is clean this cowl. <laughs> his mask, it like his cowl is like a removable oh, nice. piece. Like it is a cast of oh, the awesome. little mini uh, mm-hmm. Neca figure. So yeah, he's he's really really awesome. There, I gotta find my camera. I'm going reverse. Un- <laughs> Under Armour, Under Armour should really get get a deal with DC on this one too. Oh yeah, like make oh, an Under Armour version of this. That would yeah. sell like crazy, I think. I actually keep... Great. There he is. I keep both figures side by side, so I have, like, oh. the original. <laughs> there we go. I'm trying to look at my screen at the same time, so He's I've holding, got the original holding his own one. cowl here. That's cool. Yeah, I love that. That's the original Quick Change Bruce Wayne figure. And, of course, here's Robert's update. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get... I definitely awesome. wanted to give him a shout-out because of that. It's, uh, mm-hmm. like, a direct interpretation of an updated version from that line so awesome so um we talked about quick change bruce wayne and like i was saying as far as the likeness for uh, keaton goes um the likenesses for keaton and nicholson as well as costume accuracy were leaps and bounds better than toy biz as we were uh talking about at the beginning <laughs> and uh yeah like i said this is the very first bruce wayne figure ever produced um so nice Let's see. Here's that Sky Escape Joker. I wanted to give a, a close-up on him. His face actually changes color if you dip it into uh, warm water, I believe, will change it to flesh tone, and cold mm-hmm. water changes it back to white. Unfortunately, as it ages, that figure generally just has kind of a <laughs> off-white color to his face. Like It doesn't look terrible, but it's not quite either way. But I mm-hmm. think that was supposed to recreate the scene where Vicky throws water onto Joker's yeah. face and the ma- the flesh mm-hmm. makeup runs. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. still like a really cool thing that they did. I think that's just like an interesting yeah. feature that they would add to the character. It's fun. Yeah, just they looks, really didn't have to do that. The, the helicopter uh, pack here, though, looks like it's going to cut his fucking head off. It sure does. It's <laughs> oh, very the, close. The, yeah, it's... <laughs> more, more violent ending to the 89 than what we got. That's right. That's what Burton really yeah. wanted to do. You're hearing it here first, exclusively. Oh, man. And uh, I believe this is also the first example of a Wayne Manor 
Batcave combo mm. playset, and this is the Kenner's Bat. Uh, excuse me, Kenner's Batcave Command Center. They uh, really got their money's worth with this one because Kenner re-released this exact set. I think about five times. Yeah. Uh, one Jeez. for the wow. Dark Knight. One for Batman Returns. One for Batman Returns. Uh, excuse me. One for Batman Forever. One for Batman and Robin, and one for Batman the Animated Series. Possibly even the Damn. new adventures of Batman. So they they really you know, worked the hell out of this mold and just repainted it. They put new stickers on the screen of his little command center each time to, uh, you know, fit whatever line they were releasing it in. Uh, now, there was a Batcave set that was released by Toy Biz. I did not include it because we were talking mostly about Kenner, uh, but it's not mm-hmm. anything to do with Batman as or uh, with Wayne Manor specifically. It's just the Batcave itself. So... This was always really cool to me that you have the front of uh, Wayne Manor, you've got a little garage door, and then you've got the uh, Batcave on one time. Uh, on one side, you've got like his a vault that you would open, and it's got a little thing that you stick Bruce Wayne on, and it's got a little mm-hmm. belt on both sides. You turn this little knob at the top, it spins around, and you have a Batman figure there, so it looks like he's changed costumes when you close the door. So and he's, cool. he's got a little area under his computer center mm-hmm. where you can put, like, the accessories and, I guess, his quick change costume, too. And he's got all these screens with pictures of the Joker on it, at least for this one. And on the back, if you flip it around, you can use the back side of the uh, kind of command center for the villain's layer. So this one, it just looks oh, like wow. a chemical factory. And it's got, like, a catwalk <sighs> yeah, at the perfect. top. with a, yeah. yeah, it's got a little... A little trap door on the far right where if you twist it, like, the figure would fall. And there was a, a little cup that came along with it. So I guess you could pretend that was a chemical tank and drop Joker in it. Uh, but they, <laughs> they just recolored it for every villain. So this is also Penguin's Arctic layer. It's also Riddler's layer, and they just painted it green later. And then it's also Mr. Freeze's mm-hmm. layer, and they just painted it, like, icy. So it just kind of works for every villain's layer. Yeah. But, I yeah, I just love this set. Uh, I've, I've got multiples of them uh it was something i loved to play with as a kid you can't see it from the picture but the top of it actually had um like orange kind of stained glass windows that would you you could let them like drop in so you could actually like let batman stand on it and drop down onto somebody that was coming in the door so i think that's kind of cool that's pretty cool zach when you were growing up with the set did you have the joker on the catwalk yelling did you ship a million of those things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did not. I definitely played with him a bunch. Like I would just let all mm-hmm. the bad guys fall over the railing, and I never had the cup that this came <laughs> with because I never actually got this set um, out of a box. Like it was always secondhand from like a flea market uh-huh. or something. So n- sometimes it would be missing certain parts. But yeah, I um, I just love playing with just about every figure on this. And my favorite part is the fact that it has like the little spinning like costume change room. I just think that's one of the coolest mm-hmm. features. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but here's some of the vehicles. Is, oh, that costume change room is is very funny um, when it comes to the animated series because yeah. it is very clearly sculpted to be Keaton from <laughs> you know from from uh, those two movies. So it's like, yes. it's very weird to see oh like this animated Bruce is going to go in and spin around and mm-hmm. yes, it's like a super action. It's like a super muscular like sculpt of a suit that's yeah. like flat against one of the sides that you put Bruce Wayne on. 
Yeah, it is really, it is interesting. I mean, like I said, they just, they wanted to get their money's worth by repainting the shit out of these. Yep. <laughs> so here is the uh, Kenner Batmobile. The Toy Biz Batmobile did not actually have a roof on the top. It just had like a convertible uh, windshield, interestingly enough. Uh, so this one to me I like is much more uh, accurate to the film Batmobile. And in the pictures mm -hmm. for the YouTube viewers and listeners at home, I just have some images of the box art as well as the uh, Batmobile out of the box next to the figures so and kind of see its scale and proportion. But um, yeah, this is a it's a great uh, toy. I never had this Batmobile specifically. I just had the Toy Biz one. Mm -hmm. um, but I did have the Bruce Wayne custom coupe, which I believe oh, we'll talk yeah. about when we get to Batman Returns. They didn't actually release it for this line, which I, I actually like a little bit more. This and one's course, the most accurate to the movie, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, this is out the, of all, uh, out all those the gold rims. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, I don't know if I ever had that one. That one's, That's awesome, though. Yeah, Alfred puts those rims on there. He pimped it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard you like gold, sir. So. <laughs> You've, been <watching laughs> a lot. You've been watching a lot of MTV and VH1. I thought it might be a nice addition. Black so and gold has a lot of drip to it. <laughs> That's what the kids say these days, right? You got bat drip. Alfred's woke. <laughs> it's so got drip, sir. <laughs> here we have the Batman uh, Turbojet Batwing, uh, specifically mm. based off the Batwing's appearance in the first movie. So I think that's pretty cool. And uh, the wings actually pop off to turn into a separate vehicle, which I think is kind of interesting. This ship, this Batwing was the toy. This is my favorite one ever. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like pretty, pretty big too for a kid, especially. Yeah. And uh, yeah, having the Batwing toy, it was the best, the yeah, best. We saw in the commercial for our uh, ten dollar Patreon episode. It is a big toy. Like it showed yeah. a kid holding it, and it is humongous. <laughs> size I, of his hand i wanted it so bad and could not get it like oh. i guess my parents couldn't afford it yeah but they got me there was um released at the same time it was a bat wing but it was like a water gun yeah i, I remember talking that. about yeah and, yeah um, yeah yeah i used to run around the front yard playing with that thing tried to convince <laughs> myself it was this <laughs> good enough you know robert i never actually had a batman forever batmobile but i had the batmobile that was like a water toy and you like mm. filled it up with water on the back and it would just shoot off the hose <laughs> so that was my best thing the best thing i could get as far as a bat uh batman forever batmobile <laughs> so zach it says on the packaging three vehicles in one so it's also the batwing but also a motorcycle yeah i'm not sure where the third vehicle comes from to be honest with you i I never owned the toy myself, and from the pictures, mm. all I can see is this kind of tri-motorcycle thing uh, with two wheels on the back and one on mm. the front Wait, that it transforms it, it into. In, does it turn into a jetpack? Is that the middle one where he's, like, wearing the wings off of it? Oh, maybe you're oh, right. It's kind of hard it. to tell even from our picture, but it, it may be like a jetpack. I thought it was just the underside of the Batwing, but it could be... Batman like wearing it as a big jetpack. I right. think you're right. Mm -hmm. I don't well, remember ever changing it. I remember it was always in <laughs> Batwing state for me. That was just my. That was how I wanted to do it. Didn't want to mess it up. I said this in our uh, Patreon monthly meetup, but I want to say this here too. I learned what the word share meant metaphorically from this toy, kind of. Yeah. Meaning, I was so young. I w went to kindergarten and. Uh, one day, and they were like, uh, 
they said we're going to have sharing time. And I thought it was going to be literally sharing toys. So I bring <laughs> this Batwing toy to it. And it ended up being just sharing a story or, I don't know, whatever we were thinking your, as little kids. Your heart was in the right place, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. So, You're a better man than me. I never would have brought a Batman toy to share to school. They, <laughs> they let me do it. They let me do it. So I was just like, yeah, I'm ready to share my Batwing, everyone. <laughs> it was good on you. And, of course, yeah. I, I talked about it before, the Joker cycle. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so insane. Uh, there was actually a Joker motorcycle that Toy Biz produced, and it was a, a motorcycle with a sidecar that Bob could ride in. I think I included a picture. Maybe I, I, I will definitely show you guys later, but it is really funny to see Bob in the sidecar. But this is just really cool to me. I like that it's it's a Joker motorcycle. I like that he mm-hmm. has his own vehicle, so that's pretty cool. I want to talk like about face that launches off. Yeah, I want to talk about this too. Growing up, I'm looking back now, talking with everybody my age. Like, of course, I love the Joker; he's great in the movies. But I and I probably I had some of the toys. But for me, it was always about the heroes, mm. mainly with the toys, especially. But yeah. I've talked with a lot of my friends, and like when it came to Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers, a lot of them preferred the bad guys. And I think a lot of people, a lot more people, are like that than I originally thought. Because I was just so hero centric. I I think it depends yeah. too. Because like for me, if I already have a Batman and Robin, yeah, fill up all the villains at that point. I don't <laughs> need true. more Batman's and Robins. I can have. I That's basically true. grew up with Keaton's Batman, yeah. with that um, that uh, superpowers, superpowers yeah. Robin going up against Bane from Batman and Robin. Like, that's how yeah. right, that right, was my right. playset. Right, right, right. Yeah, I uh, I kind of agree with what you were saying, Andrew, with what your friends are saying, because yeah. if it wasn't the Keaton Batman, I generally only had a couple of him and some variants, but I was really interested in the villain figures. And I'm, I'm uh-huh. already very villain-centric myself. I think they're really interesting. So, yeah. I don't know. They always were very colorful, so they really drew my eye. But there are, I think, basically like the Keaton Batman, Batman Forever, and like the animated series. Those Batman, I was, I were, I was really interested in. And then, like, other than that, it really was the villains. I think they were. I collected a lot of Jokers just because they, they had a lot of variations of Joker too, as we'll as we'll see. Um, they got their I money's was, worth with him. I was just talking with my friend about Ninja Turtles toys, and he was like, oh, or Ninja Turtles in general. He's like, oh, yeah, my favorite was Krang. And I was like, what? (laughs) But whatever, everybody's different. I get it. But it's just never never like how I thought about things. Yeah, that the dopey like Shredder was actually my favorite figure. He's all hunched over and uh, bare chested and stuff. But he was actually one of my favorite figures as a kid because I really liked that character. That's cool. All right, we've talked enough about Batman 89. Not for me, but for the viewers anyways. And, well, we haven't even got to the break yet. This is going to be a deep, deep dive as much as we've talked already. Oh, yeah. Well, we are jumping into Batman Returns, Kenner yet again. And um, as you can see, this is a little ad right here. They did reuse the uh, Batman figure quite a bit again. You also have a new quick change Bruce Wayne figure. Although this is definitely a prototype or at least something used only for the advertisements because the quick change Bruce Wayne of this toy line had a purple uh, turtleneck and not the black one with the graphic on it. Mm. The but, purple one comes with the custom coupe. Oh, does it? Oh. Yes. Mm. So the quick change one still had the same uh, shirt? I believe. I think it was the same figure, yeah. Well, I'll be damned. I only damned. wear purple when I drive. That's <laughs> right. I'll be damned. So he just... 
I can't believe they just re-released the same figure again in a different box. If but I guess I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Alfred, I want all my shirts to look like this in different colors. That's right. Custom embroidered. We also, in a little bit, we'll talk about these two figures on the side, uh, Skyrocket Batman and Firebolt Batman, uh, as they're a little bit unique as far as what was advertised and what was released. Um, but mm-hmm. like I said, this is 1992. We are into Batman Returns territory. The Dark Knight line was renamed Batman Returns. And I do want to say, as far as the waves of the Dark Knight collection, it was up until Batman Returns. Like, they made it in 1990 and in 1991, they were still releasing figures. So the market was still pretty hot for Batman toys uh, with Keaton's likeness based in the Tim Burton world. So they just renamed it Batman Returns, and they got some new card art. And this is, of course, to market alongside the new film, Batman Returns. So for the most part, Mm -hmm. the only thing that changed was the packaging, uh, as the Batman molds are still being used from the first series. So the torso doesn't really have the new like deco sculpt that the Batman suit Mm. does in uh, Returns. So that's one unique thing that's really just the exact same figure. Um, And, of course, excuse me. The uh, Batman figure still looks like Keaton, uh, but we did get a new figure for Penguin. We got a new one for Catwoman, and we got a new Robin figure as well, which we will talk about. Um, unfortunately, Penguin does not bear any resemblance to Danny DeVito. <laughs> he is strictly a repaint of the Superpowers Penguin figure, but the articulation is taken right out of his knees. So he cannot bend them anymore. <laughs> I got too fast. That's right. He just can walk stiff-legged. Uh, this is just some other imagery as far as the advertisements for the uh, Returns line. The only other sculpt for the Batman body that I see here is actually the Laser Batman, which I actually had one or two of as a kid. He's silver, and he has kind of a waffle texture to his outfit. Oh. Like it's almost like it's um it's quilted almost yeah like shocker from spider-man i was like i guess it's quilted just to keep his body insulated from the laser that he's firing but uh yeah he's he's pretty cool and we do have one of andrew's favorite figures and one of mine as well up here which is deep dive batman one of my favorites too i loved him yeah i love the yellow yeah i'm not normally a fan of yellow as a color but when it comes to scuba diving it's the Jacques Cousteau reference, I guess. It's just it just works, and I love that bright yellow. And um, you guys know, but people on the podcast, I don't talk about it too much. But I scuba dive myself, and uh, I actually asked some people about like why why did Jacques Cousteau choose this yellow? And it and it's just marketing. It's fucking doesn't mean any doesn't fucking mean anything That's with funny. scuba diving. It's one of the first colors. So when you scuba dive, you lose colors if the the farther you go. Mm-hmm. You can't like like red red fucking turns to gray almost like you know what I mean. So yeah. it's Roy G. Biv, right? So yellow is yeah. the third one to go. That's, so it doesn't mean fucking anything, <laughs> really, when it comes to the practicality of diving. Yeah, I. Just, but the figure is cool. It is. I love that figure. And as, as a kid, I played with toys a lot in the bathtub. So any yeah, any Batman go. figures yeah. that were specifically oh, yeah, like. Sense water batman figures i loved playing with them in there i would this is morbid but i would reenact penguin's death in my bathtub <laughs> we had like a little like place to put the soap to, on the side there and i would say the thing where he's like i need a cool drink of ice water and then i just have him fall over and i would like you know they actually had little penguin toys 
the, his rocket powered ones or rocket pack penguins oh that came God, with him. So you... And I'd have him like doop to do, like drag him right into the bathtub. <laughs> he did the pole bearers thing. Exactly. Damn, yeah. Dude. That's awesome though, man. It's, it's morbid, morbid, but uh, yep. I would reenact <laughs> that in the bathtub. So did you have this uh, air guy too with the fucking uh, turret guns? You know, I had I, this one as well. I have a loose version of that figure as a kid because I recognized the pattern painted on his outfit, but I did not have like this accessory thing. Um, I had the other three figures, which is the laser Batman, Arctic Batman and uh, deep dive Batman. It's all, I always like the plane figures and this kind of thing. Cause you could just, you know, move them around like fucking like they're flying and yeah. imagine them, imagine them flying. So yeah, it was really cool. It also reminds me of that older cartoon centurions because you have like the water guy, the land guy and the air guy. Mm-hmm. And so, well, we have, well, I guess all three if you count the other ones because but Batman's usually land anyway, but I always like that concept of like air, water, land. Yeah, and I love, yeah. this is what I was talking about earlier with the variants. As long as the variants make sense for the environments featured in the film, I really dug them. Like I was like, oh, Arctic right. Batman, he's going to go fight Batman or he's going to go fight Penguin in his Arctic lair and there's snow around. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense to me or deep dive Batman. You know, we saw in the commercial, he is like, swimming through the sewer which i don't think batman would want to be barefaced in the sewer of gotham city you know but still he's he's swimming through the sewers of gotham and he's got his little uh kind of like scuba diving little jet there mm-hmm. and i really like that as a kid i was like okay he's like gonna go fight penguin he needs to be ready to take him on in his element so it made sense to mm-hmm. me if it was the Warner Brothers regime that was in charge of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, we probably could have gotten him change into a new costume at the very end, just like in those movies. Cause that's, that's right. They, they set right. up like, oh, another costume for the ending for more toys. If he Absolutely. had to go to like a secret mountainous area that's all <laughs> snowy and it's yeah. like a lair at the end and then we have a live action white suit Batman, that would be fucking yeah. awesome, man. Especially with this bubble on his head that actually has the form of the ears <laughs> on it. <laughs> He borrowed that text from Mr. Freeze. (laughs) That's true. That would be so cool, man. Yeah. Oh, and I did include a close-up of these guys. These are two of my Mm -hmm. favorite figures, like we were just talking about. Scuba dive. I'm going to buy that guy again. I need need this yellow Batman in my life again. He's very easy to find on eBay. So you got uh, Deep Dive Batman, Arctic Batman, very cool. And these are the other figures I talked about. So, you know, of course they... Kenner banked again on having those same molds for Batman and not really updating mm-hmm. them any, just repainting and repurposing. Uh, but we do have Penguin, Robin, and Catwoman. Penguin, Superpowers repaint. Catwoman is actually one of the most accurate um, figures in the line, being that she's actually in the movie, and she does appear in a costume that she does on film. So it's got like the stitches are actually sculpted on there, which I think is pretty cool. They're just, nice. uh, cool. they're yeah. not painted white. Unfortunately, but I do think that's really neat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there was a conversation about her having a whip. Like, do we, do the kids need this? I don't know. They might have just thought it was a weapon. I'm glad she does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's just like, well, Indiana Jones has one. That is true. That's probably how they. They just don't have the same dirty mind dominatrix thing. (laughs) That Andrew does. (laughs) It's the whole get up, man. That's right. And of course, the most exciting figure from this line is Robin himself. I know me and mm-hmm. uh, Robert definitely wanted to have a discussion on this because I have yep. seen multiple bits of information on this figure in different sources. Uh, I'm inclined to believe that this figure is sculpted mainly to resemble Tim Drake in his redesigned costume at the time in comics. Mm. 
But there is a lot of um, conversation as to the fact that this sculpt is based on Marlon Wayans' appearance because he was set to, uh, you know, play Robin in Batman Returns. So I think at the time that they developed these toys, maybe they just knew Robin was going to be included in the movie. So they based him off of his current appearance in the comics. But Robert, I'll let you say what you think about his uh, sculpt as far as his face and hair goes. Yeah, there's just there's been a lot of discussion about some of the elements. Mostly his hairstyle is very like mm-hmm. nineteen ninety two like box. You know what I yeah. mean? Like kid and play, that sort of thing. A flat um, top. Yeah. So it's I think there's I don't know if it's one of those things where people kinda notice that and retroactively went, Hey, maybe this was supposed to be mm-hmm. this way. Yeah. Or if there is any actual truth to it, but it's it's definitely interesting. It was it was something that I hadn't necessarily thought about until I started seeing those theories, and I, it did kind of make me go, maybe you know. <laughs> yeah, it would have been it would have been interesting if you could see the uh, see the figure with a slightly darker paint job, just so he didn't look Caucasian, so he could see like, oh, if if this is really what the figure was supposed to look like. But um, he really is great. I loved this figure as a kid, even though I knew Robert. Uh, Robin was not in the movie. Robert's not either, unfortunately. I, Ro- I know, I tried. <laughs> None of us even are. Though, <laughs> even though Robin wasn't in the movie, it just seemed like mm-hmm. he fits so well with the Keaton Batman, and I loved his cape because it's mm-hmm. it's a like duotone cape with the black uh, you know, fabric on the outside, yeah. yellow fabric on the inside. I just thought it was so he, cool. He fits the Keaton Batman better than my superpowers, Robin. Yes. Yeah. In, in He's got pants on. Like, mm. <laughs> he's got pants on well yeah because it's the tim drake design and yes. even the um the logo i noticed on the box art you know is the same logo as on the robin yes. solo series that they mm-hmm. had for tim drake yeah so i i agree with you zach that i think this is basically like well let's just do an action figure of tim drake for a yeah. couple of reasons one is that um as you said it just looks closer to him than like I feel like there would be more to this looking like Marlon Wayans than just the hair possibly, you know, resembling it. Even yeah. though I don't think Marlon Wayans' hair looked like this either during that time. And the second reason is that in the original script where Robin was written in, he never actually wore the costume. That's true. He was just in a mechanics uniform with like an R on his chest. He didn't have the full formal like the yellow cape and stuff. So yeah. I don't think. I think it's it's purely let's just do the Robin action figure and hey he's not in the movie but hell we already decided to put him in so let's just throw in the tim drake one and that's they, it they want to sell some toys that's really what it's yeah. about we yeah. got we yeah. got batman and people want robin you know they, yeah. yeah they weren't too concerned with movie accuracy i feel like at this definitely time. not yeah. with with penguin uh, you know? looking this way too <laughs> yeah yeah and i think penguin looking that way supports it too where it's just like we're not necessarily just doing the movie version because otherwise, Penguin would be more accurate. Yeah, know? it's yeah, almost yeah. like an Elseworlds version of Batman Returns, where Robin exists and Penguin looks a little classier. So, <laughs> yeah. this is like the Sam Ham Batman Returns script. Yeah, you line. know, I, I'm not going to argue with you there, Ben. There could have been some mm-hmm. ideas taken from that script directly, but I love this Robin figure. I love that he has like almost an army green coloration for his mm-hmm. pants, his gloves, and his like shoulder pieces and the tunic is just like a scarlet red i mean he just looks really cool he definitely could fit in with uh keaton's batman and tim burton's world mm. and uh here's some of the vehicles from mm. batman returns which i love that they have a bat missile batmobile so the sides fire off 
and you yeah. get just the bat missile you shape. That. Oh yeah. I just think that would be such a cool thing to play with. I never had it as a kid, never saw it in the store. So uh, that's pretty cool. And you got the bat ski boat, which um, would be cool to kind of reenact the ending of Batman Returns when he's, you know, flying through the sewers and everything like that. And then Robin's got his own vehicle too, which is a Robin's jet foil, which I think is mm-hmm. pretty awesome. I don't think I've ever seen this jet foil before. This is crazy. I actually do have a loose version of that, um, but it is actually a repaint of another vehicle that was in the Dark Knight collection. So I think that's kind of interesting. They just made it a Robin vehicle. The other one had a little bat for on the, the front. Uh, for the uh, listener, uh, it looks like a like it would have been a jet like he's riding on it, standing up like it's a jet ski. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, I was thinking. But it's got little bat wings on the bottom, and of course, it's red for Robin in the center. And I think you're, the idea is he's it's like a hovercraft because it has the word jet. Well, I don't know. That's well, how he gets around in the sewer. Yeah. It kind of looks now. like it has little turbines in the wings. So I, I think, yeah, yeah. it, it kind of looks like it would be a hovering thing. What do you yeah. think? What are those things called in Louisiana or like the swamp vehicles? The, oh, what I'm talking about. Uh, a swamp it's got a big fan things. on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what this is. He just scoots across like the the surface of the water on this. So is it just is it a fan boat? Yeah, that's it, a fan okay. boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. This is Robin's personal fan boat. So I I don't know. It's pretty cool. I just like to imagine that it's all like sewer related. The only water source <laughs> in Gotham is a sewer. So Batman and Robin are just shooting around in the sewer tunnels with these uh, vehicles. I think that's pretty awesome. Alfred really has to clean the bottom of this one. Oh yeah, definitely. He got those oh got God. those Gotham-sized turds hitting the sides of them. So, <laughs> Robin's like, "Can I at least cover up?" Yeah, <laughs> Batman's Killer. on the inside of the bat ski boat, nice and cozy. Robin is uh, just out here in the elements. <laughs> Some killer crop Some patties arms, down there, yeah. bro. <laughs> they gave him pants, Killer. and that's enough. Oh yeah, that's enough for him. And this, of course, is my favorite vehicle, mm-hmm. the Bruce Wayne Custom Coupe. And just like Robert was saying, oh, this is where the purple shirt Batman is from with the same uh, abstract logo, the little bat logo on the chest. You mm-hmm. can see him uh, for the listeners. I did include the box art. And one of them, one of them you can actually see uh, excuse me, Bruce Wayne on the side there. So you can see that it includes mm-hmm. the figure. But this was such a cool vehicle because it actually had two seats in it. So what you did was you put Bruce Wayne in the, uh, I think the back seat. So when it's driving along like normal, you see Bruce Wayne. But if you pull on the tail fin of the vehicle, that seat slides back and there's another seat and you would put Batman in that seat. So it it would look like Bruce Wayne just changed his costume really fast in the vehicle. (laughs) Now it's Batman and the fin is sticking out. The sides are out. You've got little cannons on the side and you've got... Uh, the Batman yeah. logo on the back and on the cannons too. So it's it kind of like transforms oh, into a makeshift uh, Batmobile. So I thought that was super mm-hmm. cool. And this was actually re-released for the animated series line. Uh, I think that may have been the only time it was repurposed. But it has to be one of my favorite vehicles from any of the lines. There's something about it just being kind of a normal car being transformed is kind of cool. Yeah. What's it's th- a quick change car as opposed yeah, to right. just a quick change yeah. Bruce. Hmm. Was this a, a repurposed sculpt from something else? Or? I could not find any information that it was. Okay. I, you would think that it might be because it looks so normal, but uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I couldn't find any information of it being uh, 
reused from another line that can it earn... almost looks like something from um mask or uh what is the one uh, the shadow Ma- no the uh, there's a it was a cartoon and it was like there was like mask a, was one of them for sure god i cannot remember it ah well yeah, my brain sorted out <laughs> that's all right it's very, whatever it's very it was similar. yeah whatever it was it would have to be like before 1992 so it could have come from something but like i said this is just such a an awesome toy any kind of transformation features just kind of doubles that playability so i always thought it was really I, cool. I never i don't i never even saw this one growing up this one is this one's new to me pretty much yeah this is when i actually remember getting in the box so i was like pretty cool. excited about it and i did want to talk about this very quickly so these are two figures i initially was wrong in my uh, memory thinking that they never got released and they only were advertised, but they are different from the sculpts that we see here. So you could take this as a prototype. So Skyrocket Batman and Firebolt Batman, uh, they were released, but they are definitely different from how they appear here, especially Firebolt Batman. Um, if you see my, now you guys that are listening can't see, but we can, uh, that Batman has articulated legs. He has bending points in his knees, and he has a different sculpt on his thighs, and he also has a different sculpt on his arms. So this Batman had a lot of articulation. However, that's not the one that was released. I actually have pictured to the right Fireball Batman. Now, It's totally his, different. His yeah. legs and arms are different from the regular line of, uh, from the regular sculpt of uh, Batman toys because he kind of has a weird stance. Um I believe his arm, if you squeeze the, well, I'm trying to think, if you're holding him from the other side, if you squeeze squeeze his left arm, the right arm will kind of karate chop, but their sculpt is different. So they actually have a return sculpt on the shoulders and the thighs, which mimics the, uh, the armor on the suit from that movie, but he still has the same torso and head from the Dark Knight collection, but he also came with this torso uh, chest plate that you attach to him, which did include the actual kind of deco ab sculpt from Returns. So this is the closest that you can get to an actual movie-accurate Batman Returns figure. It looks from that great. Line. Yeah. I like that shield from Firebolt Batman, too, that thing he's holding, the one that was unreleased. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, so these figures, the names stayed the same. I think Skyrocket Batman may have been changed. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, I must have lost it at some point. I think I wrote down what his new name was, but it wasn't Skyrocket. It was like Sky something Batman. But uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting that they changed so much from their prototypes that we see here to the final figure. And that Fireball Batman is the closest figure to Batman Returns, if you attach his little chest plate. Um, and that figure was actually released later from Kenner's it was like the Batman movie line, and it was a two-pack with him and Catwoman, and it actually included this figure here. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. All right. I did want to ask before we moved on, because I've talked a lot, what is everybody's favorite figure so far that we've talked about? Oh, Robert first, I, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. It is... It's a hard... It, it's hard for me to say between um, the quick change Bruce Wayne 
and the Robin. Like those are two of my favorite action figures of all time. Yeah. Um, there's just something about them. I don't know if it was the time that I got them or whatever, but there's just something about them that I love so much. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's, I can't pick. That's all right. Those two, don't make me choose. Those those two were good choices. What about you, Andrew? Uh, scuba bat has a lot of nostalgia. I gotta say. And do a deep dive. Yeah. Deep, deep dive. And then also, uh, the bat plane, man. Come on. All right. Yes. Yeah. You could One choose the a best. vehicle. What do you think, Ben? What's yeah. your favorite so far? You know, I did grow up with the Toy Biz Batman, as I was talking about, and it might surprise some viewers considering I've got the shirt, but I've never owned the Quick Change Bruce Wayne. I've never owned the Quick Change Batman. I know what to get you uh, for Christmas now. Oh, man. <laughs> Please do. That's why I'm putting it out there. I got, <laughs> I got, I got, I got eBay open right now, man. <laughs> I, I've never owned it as of this recording. Uh, <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> But, Sixty dollars, uh, everybody. <laughs> he's They're getting a loose soupy. one, Andrew. He's getting it loose. <laughs> oh, getting it loose. Thirty bucks loose. Um, well, never mind then. Uh, but yeah, no, I um, I would have loved that and the and the custom coupe. I think that sounds. I think that sounds amazing. I actually did have a form of a quick change Bruce Wayne, but it was not Keaton. It was Kilmer. I have oh, the Kilmer yeah. version of that. We'll talk about I've that. Got and I've got a quick change of Lamont Cranston into the shadow. Yep. Yep. So I did oh, have shit. quick change figures. My Lamont Cranston's nose got shaved off because I think I put the thing on him wrong. Oh, but no. <laughs> at one point. Shadow's got Not a big Alec nose Baldwin. though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not when it's Alec Baldwin. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, the yeah, I, 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 I do love the quick change Batman. The, the Kilmer one is like a, he's like a buff Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, with um, like green wings that sprout out. That's kind of weird, but uh, yeah. it looks like the quick change Keaton one is a little bit more accurate to the movie. Not necessarily because of um, the design, because obviously he didn't wear that in the movie, but uh, because of the actual Batman you're turning him, you're turning him into. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that in the custom coupe, I think just hands down sounds like that. I would have loved that as a kid. Awesome. Ben, I've got I've got extras of Bruce Wayne, of Keaton Bruce Wayne. Loose, I'll just send you one. You don't have to. Nobody has to spend thirty dollars. Trust me. Nobody has to spend thirty dollars on me. And no now way. it's time for a quick bat break. Here at Chat of the Wild, our game club podcast, we have been using our lens of truth to do deep dives on the Legend of Zelda series in order, covering one to two dungeons each episode. Our show also looks at Zelda-likes, such as Crusader of Senti, Golden Axe Warrior, and the bizarre journey of For the Frog the Bell Tolls. Join us right now as we play Ari and the Secret of Seasons, our first new release since Season 1, or check out our past seasons breaking down nearly 20 action-adventure titles. New episodes drop every Wednesday, here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? talking about dogs y'all as you might have heard superhero stuff you should know has now teamed up with bark box for every month you get a box for your special canine pooches or hounds that's right one free extra month if you go to barkbox.com slash superhero stuff pod follow the link and you'll get a free extra month valued at 35 dollars and valid for all multi-length plans so get the bark box for your hound for your pooch for your canine your doggo will thank you all right everyone our human owner took us to watch batman returns 
I gotta say. I liked it. They didn't really get my shirt right with the design. But other than that, it was pretty good. What did you think, Penguin? I thought it was garbage. A heap of shit. Did you see that guy on the screen? He looked disgusting. Flippers. Green goop vomiting out of his pie hole. Stringy black hair. Dark circles around his eyes. That's not what I look like at all. I'm a nice dapper gentleman. A dapper bird of prey. What do you think? Scuba dive, Batman? What in the heck is Poontang anyway? I don't even understand that at all. It's fucking stupid. And you know what? There was no underwater scenes. Batman's never wearing a yellow suit. So I'm going to give it two thumbs down. And no torpedoes either. So fuck that shit. Can you even give two thumbs down? I thought your hands were kind of stuck that way. Stationary. I'm doing the best I can. Uh, how about you, Robin? I mean, it would have been kind of nice to, to see myself there but uh you know a- at least i i have pants i i saw a couple aisles over there's a version of me he, he doesn't even have pants so you know just look on the bright side be positive yeah we kind of lucked out when our kid got you instead of the superpowers one i do not want to look at those white legs all day shining in the midday sun were there any parts that you guys liked about it ah well i got to make out with michelle pfeiffer so That was good with me. That certainly is a plus. I almost did. I got on the bed, I guess, and was doing a weird thing with my hands, making a bat and pointing a pointy umbrella at a cat. I I don't know. I got to tell you guys, the the guy that played me was kind of disgusting. There was something weird about him. He was just making all these innuendos. It's not appropriate for children at all. At least you'll never have to worry about being replaced as a toy because of never making a toy of that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I look a lot better. I got a nice top hat, a monocle that I actually keep on, unlike that guy. I got a nice black suit, little fancy tuxedo, and I've got a helicopter umbrella jetpack. I mean, he did ride a helicopter, but, you know, it wasn't a jetpack. I think that's pretty cool. It was lame. No scuba things whatsoever. I mean, the ending was in the sewer. I don't know if you want to dive into that. Deep Dive Batman. You have to cover the actual jaw at that point, but yes, it's possible. You put the regulator in, and then you're ready to go. Can it filter out all that penguin shit? You don't need a filter because it's connected to your scuba tank. I'm just not, I'm not uh, educated on the ins and outs of the scuba diving. That's okay, that's why I'm here. Look, guys, I gotta tell you, now that we're back from the movie, I heard that, uh, I heard the kid's getting some new action figures. You know, his birthday's coming up, so, you know, I... I, through the grapevine, I heard that the Catwoman is coming. We're going to have a Catwoman toy around. I'm just letting everybody know that I called dibs first. Scuba Catwoman? There's no Scuba Catwoman. What? That's uh, the pass. Pass, then. She's with me in the movie. Well, that doesn't mean shit. You don't get dibs, Cobblepot. That means she wants to be with me. I'm the Batman. They, they can't resist this fine Roman nose. I'm the Batman, too. I'm just a very specific version of Batman. Hey, she's only going to be with you if you get to be played with in the bathtub. Yeah, the cats don't like water. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That doesn't make any sense. You're right about that. It has to be some, like, uh, who would, who the fuck could be with me? I'm getting lonely now just thinking about it. Whoa, look at that box. Who is that guy? It says Legends of the Dark Knight Lethal Impact Bane. That guy's scary, man. I don't. Wh- wh- what's going on with that guy? He looks very intimidating. This lethal, that's not a childlike term. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous of that, actually. 
I mean, look at this guy. He's big and muscular. He's seven inches tall. We're only five. And he's got hair flowing out of the back of his head. This is a little bit different from the rest of us. This, I guess our kid is getting older, huh? Uh, I'll leave this one to you, Deep Dive Batman. I'm going to hook up with Catwoman. Yeah, I guess I only got a little bit of hair on the back, but let, let's go try to make friends. I'm sure he'll be just like us. Hey there, Miss... Mr. Lethal Impact Pain. Wah, wah. My name's the Penguin, Batman Returns toy line, Kenner, uh, officially licensed. And this is Scuba Diving Batman. We got Robin from the Batman Returns toy line. And uh, that's it. The quick change Bruce Wayne ran off on us. So uh, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, everyone? Oh my god, I, what is going on? This, this guy's a voice. Are you from hell? What's wrong? Ah! You're big and scary and you sound that way too. We don't get out much. We just saw Batman Returns, so we're not very familiar with the source material that our plastic figures are made from. But, uh, yeah, you're pretty scary. Are you a, you a scary guy? Well, yeah, I'm Bane. I've heard the best way to uh, establish dominance is to beat up the biggest guy in the room. Let's get him! Wait, wait, wait. I'm still in the box. Ah! Get him! <laughs> Put a torpedo in the And you're listening to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Woo-hoo. It's time to talk about Batman the Animated Series. So, from 1992 onward, uh, several lines were released in the style of the best Batman cartoon ever created, Batman the Animated Series. No arguing, not from anybody, not even in the comments section. I know that's no the best gonna, cartoon ever No one's going to argue this. I know Absolutely no one's going to argue not. this. The initial release... <laughs> well, look at the nostalgia somebody, somebody on the internet will, maybe, but... That's true. You know, it's just I don't think our audience will. Like, look at the <laughs> video game coverage. Our, our highest viewed video game coverage from Andrew has been on that BTAS episode. Yeah. BTAS Lost episode. It's just the nature yeah. of the beast. The initial release for Batman the Animated Series included several characters from Gotham City, including rare figures like Clayface... This line eventually shifted to Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, with most of the same styling and a few new characters from the animated film, which we're going to look at in a minute. These figures are easy to track down, and fans of the cartoon's unique styling will enjoy the molds um, used, but they do not rank among more valuable Batman figures, so they're pretty easy to find. However, Batman that we see here, uh, Combat Belt Batman, is pretty expensive. I think the cheapest I've seen him was like 50 bucks in the box, which... It's hard for me to spend that much money on a figure. I do have him loose, but not with all of his little accoutrements. But he was my favorite figure as a kid uh, from this line of toys because, of course, he just looks like the one in the cartoon. This is the classic, mm-hmm. like, gray-suited Batman. His uh, cape is not blue on the interior. It's just the same capes that they use for the Dark Knight collection and uh, uh... Batman Returns, but he still looks awesome. And he's got a little grappling hook and uh, an extra belt to put on top of his other belt. Um, but yeah, he is hmm. really awesome. I just love this figure so much. That's pretty cool. What's the year around about for this, the, the release for it's this? Probably, it's uh, still 1992. Series. The cartoon came out in 1992. Yeah. So I imagine the hmm. line was released um, at the tail end of 1992. I don't think it was 93 yet. Okay. That's cool. I do actually have a funny story. I was so mad at myself as a kid I wanted an all-black Batman figure so bad, and I didn't have one at the time. So I took my gray combat belt, excuse me, I took my gray 
Combat Bell Batman and took a Sharpie and colored him black. Oh, man. And I was so well, mad at myself later that I was like, why did I do that to him? So I had to customize him. I did. I customized him. But it was my only gray Batman, so I was pretty mad at the time. Is that Wizard Magazine influence? <laughs> I got I to gotta say, man, strangely enough, I watched this show as it came out. Of course, you fucking. Mm-hmm. It was a weekday show, I believe, in the beginning, mm-hmm. too. And yeah. uh, for some reason, I'm not sure, sh- I'm not sure why, but I never got the toys for this. Neither did I. Oh. I didn't have them either. Yeah, it's yeah. weird, huh? I did they look great. a couple of them. Go ahead, Robert. I said I, I had very few of them, weirdly enough, I, and I don't know why. Strange, right? That's weird that we're all like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little bit younger than you guys, um, but I did remember having a number of these as a kid, but not all of them. Um, I never had the penguin for sure because he looks really cool. But uh, yeah. yeah, I remember having like Two-Face and Robin and Scarecrow and Joker and Batman. And I did have Man-Bat. So, Man-Bat um, looks sweet. He is. He's. This is a, a big jump from <laughs> superpowers. <laughs> so for um, for the listeners at home, this is an advertisement for the animated series figures, and uh, basically it's just showing a number of the figures from the first line that were uh, released. And you do actually have a quick change Bruce Wayne figure for this line too, and he's got a lot more decoy elements to him. But uh, it is supposed to be the Bruce Wayne from the cartoon. Man Bat was one of my favorites. I his legs did make it hard for him to stand up, but he had Tiny a little legs. he had a little wheel on his back where if you if you spun the wheel, his arms would flap up and down like his wings. Oh, so he nice. was sick. Um, Two Face unfortunately had a little chain around his neck with his coin on it, which was immediately lost. Uh, oh, I don't ever remember man. having that coin, so it was gone pretty quick. And Joker has this awesome uh, backpack. You fill up with water and a little like squirt gun, like cannon on his arm and a laughing gas mask that he can put on. So he's pretty awesome. And uh, Scarecrow's mm-hmm. cool, too. He's I think this is oh, actually yeah. one of the first Scarecrow figures. I don't believe there was one for superpowers, um, but really, hmm. I think almost every single Scarecrow figure that we're going to talk about has a little translucent plastic uh, top to his head that's color. That goes down to his eyes, so you can make it look like his eyes are glowing if he's in the sun, or oh, you put cool. a light over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a feature. That begins one too. Yeah, that was a feature for a lot of scarecrow figures. I think that was just a a really cool idea that they had. And as I was saying, it did transition to the Mask of the Phantasm uh, film. So you actually have a lot of figures that were variants for Batman, but were really cool. Um, the one to the bottom is actually a Batman sculpt. It's slightly different. His arms are different. His eyes are a little bit more squinted. His ears are a little longer. And he is painted with the uh, older Batman logo, like you would mm-hmm. see in... Um, I, I'm i thinking of Robin's Reckoning the most, like in the yep. flashbacks. I can't remember... Mm-hmm. I cannot remember if Mask of the Phantasm actually shows him in that no. costume. But it's really it cool. Yeah. yeah, it's cool it's that you see It's mainly Robin's him. Reckoning. It might have been the mechanic. In that flashback yeah. when he shows up with a bad Bat- Batmobile, and he's like, I need your help to create the yeah. new one. Yeah, so it's that classic Batman symbol with no yellow oval. We also have mm-hmm. a new sculpt for the Joker. So already in this line, we have two sculpts for the Mark Hamill Joker, and this is the Jetpack mm-hmm. Joker. So he has like a purple flight suit on, comes with a little jetpack and a helmet, and that was specifically from the film, which he wears uh, at the end, like during the finale, to try to escape. 
and you got a little grappling. Actually, this is like a, a repaint of combat. Excuse me, combat belt Batman. This kind of uh, white gold suited Batman, and then you have this other figure that I think is fantastic. I had these artistic shots here, but this figure is like a. He looks like a knight, but it's like a stone armored Batman. He actually has a maroon, mm -hmm. like a maroon colored bodysuit, but the gray pieces are like stone that you click on top of him, and he has a shield and like a faceplate that comes down. So he was a really cool figure to me as a kid. I just think yeah. he looks really awesome. Seems like that's from like a lost Ra's al Ghul episode or something. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Now I we love also... this one with the fat, like a fat bat symbol on the bottom right with the battle axe. Yeah, mm -hmm. that classic. I think look. that's my. My favorite of this of these four. Yeah, here. it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it was especially because awesome. it's a rarity to see that specific yeah. symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Batman Mask of the Phantasm line is also infamous for having a pretty big spoiler with our Phantasm <laughs> figure. <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. Uh, <laughs> as God you can damn see it! Here, Whoops! No sticker over the face. Nothing. We have uh, basically an unmasked Andrea Beaumont. Uh, with the phantasm cowl and cape next to her in the plastic and then like the little scythe kind of gauntlet and a gas gun. So I thought that Did was really cool. Did you guys really have cool. this spoiled for you when you were kids? With nope. This, did this fuck you nope. up? No. Nope. I, I never saw so it. So this is, this is 92, and I think we're still in a little bit of Ninja Turtle er era. So I think I was really focused on Ninja Turtle toys for me at this time. So maybe that's why I missed some of these. I'm just trying to think of like well, why I missed this line. Also, Matt, well, okay, maybe that's for the line, but for this specific thing with Mask of the Phantasm, yeah, uh, like it's widely considered to be the greatest Batman film of all time. But at that time, it was a flop. Yeah, it was just it kind of yeah. just showed up. I'm like one of the few people who saw it in the movie theater, and it was like there for like a weekend or, or something. It was not a huge hit. So yeah. like it's it's kind of easy for this specific action figure to get missed. I personally did not get spoiled by the action figure because I did not know this thing even existed until years later. Yeah, so, me too. So I don't here. know if that ever happened to other people. Yeah, I never saw her in the box growing up. I, I don't... Mm -hmm. I had some of these figures, but honestly, whenever I see this box art, I don't even remember seeing them in a box. I just... Uh, they just happened. <laughs> they, they were showing up at Christmas <laughs> or a birthday or something, and I had a couple mm -hmm. figures, but uh, I actually well, did not have market. a figure. Yeah, I didn't have a figure of the Phantasm in, until I was an adult. And um, until I it was is a really cool a man. figure. That's right. Until I was a man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny to me that they, they spoiled it. You know, they didn't. There's some figures yeah. like this, like a Dr. Claw figure for Inspector Gadget, where they put a sticker over the face in the box. Mm. So it's like, ooh, I wonder who it could be. But no, this one was. Uh, Big spoiler there, but it... We don't care. It is cool. Made no money. It is cool that you can unmask her, and she's got all these, like... Yeah. It's kind of like a costume you can put on, so that's... I don't know, yeah, I don't know why they couldn't have just put it as the Phantasm in the box, and then instead, like, with true identity revealed when you when you buy it. You yeah, know? that would have been a really cool, a really cool uh, way to get you to buy into it. Yeah, then you buy it, and then you take the top off, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I love the Phantasm look in general. Any kind of like evil mm -hmm. druid, fucking hooded, evil looking guy like this, and like the Spectre or something. It's that's the design I'm drawn to for some yeah. reason. Yeah, they also gave her a gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's Except it's got a lightning bolt coming out of it, but I always imagine it's like a gas gun because there's like the yeah, that's fog, fog and stuff. Fog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I need this for effect. <laughs> So as we move forward, um, later Kenner renamed this line The Adventures of Batman and Robin, uh, releasing several figures that were not released as part of the Batman the Animated Series line, the most famous being this one right here, Harley Quinn, which, as we all know, 
came from the cartoon show. That is her origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So she is the very first Harley Quinn figure to ever be created. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty good for a first action figure. Yeah. This is like, pretty pretty much on some point. Other, oh yeah. Considering yeah. some other people what they had to put up with, like this is pretty good. You had a pretty good Harley. I remember seeing this in the Warner Brothers store. And oh, really? uh I didn't buy her. Or nice. I didn't want her as a kid because I was like, ew, a girl. You know, that was my <laughs> thinking. And they had the machine mm-hmm. gun joker next to her with like the gray trench oh, coat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so I gotta get that. I get this? Yeah, and yeah. that it's just funny to me in that outfit. Like that's how he looks in part of Phantasm. So I wonder if that was like an idea they just didn't release for that set. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a pretty cool part of history because it is the first Harley figure. She's got um, a bang flag, so it's a giant gun with a bang flag that was re-released uh, or reused for a couple Joker figures as well, and a mm-hmm. kind of gauntlet attachment that is a a big box with a punching glove on the front, so you can actually fire a punching glove out of it which is pretty cool that's cool yeah i like that feature those action features and this is just kind of like a highlight to see some of the other uh villains from the animated series as toys and uh as of this toy line this is the most batman villain figures that were ever produced so wow like out of all the other ones you have like you basically either are getting the ones from film or the superpowers line, which still was kind of limited because it focused a lot more on the heroes, and you only had a couple of Batman villains, but they nearly had just about every Batman villain from the show as an action figure. So what we're seeing here um, is Poison Ivy, Joker, Scarecrow, Mr. Freeze, Catwoman, and uh, Killer Croc, and of course they had others. Uh, I did want to ask you guys a question, and you may not have like a a well-educated answer because you guys didn't have a lot of these as a kid, but... um, was there ever, ever a villain from the animated series that you wish would have gotten an action figure that did not? Ooh. So these are the main ones, these six? These six. Well, and plus Two-Face. You got right? Two-Face, you got Penguin, and you have Riddler, and uh, Ra's al Ghul Man also Bat. got a figure, and Bane, and Man Bat, and, Man and Bat. Clayface. And that's it, I think. That really, that's most of them, though. You do Mad Hatter, did he get one? He did not during this line. Okay. We'll talk about it. He does get one eventually, but there was no Mad Hatter release for this toy line. I don't love him anyway, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean they they got the heavy hitters for sure. It seems like yeah. hmm. um, they got all the cool yeah. ones. I mean, who else? Who I kind of wish they killed. Yeah, yeah that would have been, been cool with Why? with the thing. Yeah, with the. <sighs> The touch of doom, yeah, the the death touch, yeah, with the with the uh, schematics on the uh, <laughs> on the package. He's holding it. He's like studying it as he does it. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would have been like, huh? <laughs> yes, I, think, I see. I think I would have liked a lockup figure. So he was pretty cool. Like lockup, that could have been cool. Yeah, that could have been cool. He's a big guy. Uh, I mean, oh, a fucking I, um um fucking the Adam West guy, fucking Gray Ghost would have been fucking oh, awesome. Yes, there you go. That's not a villain, but yeah, a Gray Ghost not figure, a, not a villain, really cool. but yeah. That would mm-hmm. have been sweet. A lost yeah. opportunity. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, that's just a question I want to throw out there because there were so many variations of figures for this line. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the biggest line of characters, I think, so far for any Batman line. They're not just giving you a ton of Batman and, like, one or two other figures. You have all the villains and a couple variants of uh, certain ones. This I like is that a, Killer Croc has an actual little yes, croc with him. Yes, he has a little alligator with him. That's his pet. <laughs> <laughs> My pet. <laughs> so this is something I wanted to bring up because it's a, got an interesting story. So we're looking at the Robin Dragster here. 
And uh, out of that whole Batman the Animated Series line, this is one of the rarest toys to come out of the line. So the Robin Dragster, um, there's a lot of speculation ranging from the vehicle because it was discontinued due to safety deficiencies and uh, that it was made solely for the Canadian market and also that it was a a mold. A mold for the uh, vehicle was destroyed in a factory fire. So there's all this different speculation as to why this (laughs) toy is so rare. Jesus. Uh, So it's not so (laughs) rare that you can't find it. I did find pictures of it, so obviously some people have it. Uh, I'm sure it's uh, one of the higher-priced items if you do want to look for it. But I also wanted to point out that this was a repaint of a kind of dune buggy dragster toy from the Dark Knight collection, which our YouTube people can see to the bottom left here, which it looks just like the Robin dragster, which it does kind of look like a little dune buggy to me, but the color scheme has been changed to kind of fit Robin's green and red and yellow outfit. so... I have a question about this. So what what was the exact problem with the safety concerns? The yellow piece that shoots out or? Maybe. Uh, I couldn't find a lot of information. The most information I could find was on the factory fire uh, where the mold okay. was lost. But a, oh, lot of, okay. and a lot of people said it was just created for the Canadian market. I personally never saw this toy as a kid. I never saw it, uh, mm. you know, in stores. So it could be that the people that own it, Maybe it was just available in Canada or Europe at the time, but yeah, it's kind of an interesting piece of history because it's it's more rare than any of the other toys from this line specifically. So I did a quick eBay search, and it's five hundred bucks in. There box. you go, <laughs> something to get Ben for Christmas, right there. Five hundred. <laughs> Buy me a Robin Dragster uh, thing on your. Forget quick change, Batman. <laughs> on oh, your man. link tree. Oh. <laughs> So, uh, repaints of many of these same molds were continued up until 2003 uh, with lines like Crime Squad, Mission Masters, and Batman and Robin Duo Force. And we can actually see some advertisements for Crime Squad right here. And that Ra's al Ghul action figure I spoke of is uh, to the right of this, which is just from the Batman Adventures line. Which really souped him up. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a golden mask, like an Anubis mask, uh, because he's the head of the demon. He's got a cool sword, and he's got a little, I don't know, some kind of butt plug shooting gauntlet. So (laughs) he is a cool figure, but at the time, and I know specifically, he is not very uh, difficult to find. He was not very popular at the time. I used to see him everywhere, and I know that they gave him all that armor just to make him look a little bit cooler. Yeah, that's what it seems like, even though I think for us now, it would have been cooler if... They just did the damn Rosal Ghoul design yeah. from the cartoon. But yeah, this mask comes from that his debut episode when yeah. he unmasks and finds that it's Ra's underneath, even though he knew it was him. Yeah. That stuff. So like that that makes sense. But this other stuff, this like shredder type look to it, I'm like, that's <laughs> interesting. I like it. I mean, I liked it as a kid. I did have a, a mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghoul figure. Um, but it does make him a little more toyetic, I think. It makes him more mm-hmm. exciting for a kid to look at. Uh, and the Crime Squad Batman figures, like I said, they were mostly repaints. There are a couple Batman figures that have slightly different sculpts. Like, they're, there's more added to their costumes, like a gauntlets and kind of decoy shapes to them. But really, they had more gimmicky uh, uh, accessories, where it could be, like, part of their backpack or part of a vehicle. That's kind of what was the whole gimmick for Crime Squad, was it's releasing these figures, but they have these new kind of, like, smaller personal vehicles and stuff for them. Where'd you first learn the word toyetic? Because I know exactly where I learned. Yeah. 
Toyota. Oh, really? For the, because... for the Batman and Robin uh, special features, mm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Because so, so I learned it from Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Yeah. Really? Yes. Thank you, Robert. Because <laughs> okay, so there's a moment in the cartoon where they say the word toyetic and they pause. Toyetic yep. means blah 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 blah. It's like a whole joke. I've never forgotten that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And this this supersonic Batman is a lot of red and blue here, so it looks like Superman mm-hmm. a lot. He's very patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And here is the Duo Force Batman line, which is actually famous for having the first Batgirl figure, even though she was the not the first one ever. I think so, and she's not even the traditional color scheme. She was sculpted yeah, and right. and she was put out just for the Duo Force line. So I don't think the Didn't, classic they never color had one? scheme. So the classic they color never had scheme one for Batgirl. Okay, there were there no, were some other Batgirl figures. I'm looking are at now. Sure? There's one. There's Batgirl Migos and shit. Unless these are all okay. custom. I would think so. Yeah, maybe the first five-inch so. Batgirl figure. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Because okay. yeah, I'm, yeah, Migo definitely had one. Okay, so the first five-inch scale Batman. Yeah, oh, excuse yeah. me, Batgirl figure. And this one, mm-hmm. the color scheme one that is correct to the television show, did not come out later until it was like a repurposed, repaint like multi-pack. Uh, which I think is at the time when Hasbro uh, Kenner, you know, was bought out by Hasbro. So that's the only thing I could find for her. So it's kind of weird that her first debut for the animated series, like, was at part of this ancillary toy line, like in another name, but uh, not even her real color scheme. So I didn't mm-hmm. think that Strange was kind of interesting. Decision. Yeah, it is. They like probably you... were like a girl, a girl figure. Maybe they didn't think it. They didn't think it would sell well. I guess so. They so. Just mess the colors. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. a weird decision. I mean, she looks kind of a cool design, I guess. But I think Wasn't it was Barbara not in the show until it switched over to Adventures of Batman and Robin. That's right. She was in a couple of mm-hmm. early episodes as just Barbara Gordon. Right. Like Heart wouldn't have had an action figure for just that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Heart of Steel and stuff like that. I think she was in that one. She like had appearances, but yeah, I don't think she was Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Maybe until season two. Of the animated series, yeah, for Shadow, yeah, bat, yeah. So yeah, maybe she yeah. hadn't come out as uh, early as these other figures did, but it is interesting mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. So after uh, Batman the animated series, Kenner has moved on uh, to the Legends of the Batman toy line, as we can see from this advertisement right here. It was released in 1994 with brand new stylings and molds, including renditions of Elseworlds storyline designs, as well as recent additions to the comic books from the Nightfall storyline. So that's why we had this kind of Nightfall uh, John Paul Valley version of Batman mm. in this toy line, which is also pretty awesome. Um, also included were a number of first-time characters to the, the uh, toy line, like Nightwing. But uh, despite being widely distributed, this line never gained the popularity of previous Batman lines, and was canceled fairly quickly, uh, unfortunately, because I actually really loved these as a kid. There are yeah, some unique, awesome. yeah, there's some unique and one of a kind of figures in this line that can be found for just a few dollars each on uh, online auctions or eBay. Uh, so it is a worthwhile group of figures to collect, but definitely not an investment collection. But yes, I love these as a kid. They're totally different sculpts, and they're all like very comic booky. Um, so mm-hmm. just from this artwork, we can see right here the uh, advertisement. You've got some Elseworld stuff going on with First Mate Robin, Buccaneer Batman, 
You got Laughing Man Joker. Uh, you have the 100th edition Batman, which I actually had this as a kid. I'm so glad I have it now. Uh, but as a kid, I was like, I can't play with this. He can't bend him or anything. Yeah, he's just like a statue. Um, and I did I did have the Asbat figure as well. I never had this Deluxe Energy Surge Batman, but um, there was a lot of toys from this line. And I included this one because for each one of these, I want to go over like the main Batman figure. And to me, this is like the the classic Batman figure of this toy line, which is Crusader Batman. And he has pretty close to a comic book accurate costume. It's not quite a gray bodysuit for those listening. It's kind of a, uh, a gray blue, like a light gray blue bodysuit. And he has kind of a dark navy blue cowl, mask, gloves, underwear, and his mm-hmm. booties. So he's got that, and he's got that same little butt plug shooter that Riddler had. Not Or no, that was a Riddler. That was Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, yeah, so he's... He's got the oh, same yeah. kind of little spear thing going, but um, I love this, this figure. Stop crime in Gotham. Hell, you, you, won't, you won't do it again after that. Look at the size of this thing. Shoot it up their ass. <laughs> Joker I'm might Batman. enjoy it. No lube. No lube. Raw. But I, I love this, too, because his his uh, cape is actually like sculpted plastic. It is not mm-hmm. uh, a fabric-y cape with a clip-on. It is, uh, it's just yeah. like it has this really dynamic kind of comic book pose to the cape, so it's like swooping behind him. The kind of vibe I get, especially from the from the artwork and the font and everything too, is it's a slightly more mature look. It, I think it's like a Batman yeah. toy for a little bit little bit older demographic. Probably. Yeah, they de- they definitely are more comic book accurate. And each one of them yeah. came with these cool collectors cards, which I think was done That's by cool. the same artist that did the artwork for the box art, which. By our next episode, Andrew, I will have the answer to that because I know I can find nice. it. Because yeah, I think nice. his stuff is really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Here's some cool. of the other figures. These are cool. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. focus on the Elseworlds ones. I love the cyborg Batman in the bottom right corner. I had him as a kid. He's got like oh, a glowing yeah. eye. Um, so he's got that same kind of scarecrow feature on the back of his head with the translucent red. He has a bionic arm, a bionic leg. He also has a butt plug shooter. So he's, I'm telling you, they, that's how they take on crime in Gotham. But he's also... That's it's the official terminology. Yes. All these figures are not repaints. They all have very distinct poses and sculpts, which I think is really cool. So it's not just like a repurposing or repaint of the same body. Uh, and they all have these cool like poses to them. So you've got it's like... Not, it's not quite McFarlane, but it's like getting it, there. It is. It's mm-hmm. very detailed. Yeah. Um, I also had this one that's like... The Batman on a black horse. He looks like the headless horseman with the. He still got his head on. He looks awesome. Uh, I thought he was really yeah. cool as a kid. The horse doesn't move or anything. It's just it's very static, but he looks cool. You've got a um, swashbuckling Batman here. You've got a. It's called Future Batman uh, in the top left. He's got kind of a turquoise suit on. He's also got a butt plug shooter. He's got a <laughs> kind of a. Not quite an Asriel backpack thing, but uh, something similar, like it's kind of wing-shaped. You've got mm-hmm. this chrome knight Batman, which looks really cool. He's got a shield and a sword. And you also have an archer Batman, who's got kind of a forest green instead of a, a black part to his costume. So the cowl and gloves and boots are that forest green color, and he's got kind of a warm gray. He's got a little bow and arrow. And then... This one guy, I can't remember his name, but uh, he looks like he's ready to fuck some shit up. He's got like a a burgundy outfit on. He's got a shield and he has a mace kind of weapon yeah. here and a, a fully masked Batman. 
So he's ready to to beat some heads in with that. Like an so, executioner, like a medieval executioner. Yeah, kinda, he does kind of have look. a look like medieval Batman. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's awesome. Who's and a curvy he, sword dude again? What's his name? I don't remember his name. He is kind of like some kind of knight Batman. Uh, okay. Knight, like dark. I'm sure they called him like Crusader Knight or something like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's all chrome plated. So I thought that was kind of cool. These I don't are some think of the I had figures. Any of these, man. <laughs> these are some of the figures that uh, <laughs> that were also part of Legends of the Batman. You had a very uh, mm. comic book accurate Catwoman from the '90s uh, with her. It's the best one so far. Yeah, with her purple bodysuit and thigh high boots, elbow length gloves, and she's got the black hair coming out. She comes with also, a net. Yeah, you can throw nets at people with this oh, Catwoman. So you can throw a net on them and then beat the shit out of them with that whip. <laughs> with that whip. And then uh, you also have Nightwing. Which is actually mm-hmm. based on, I think, his one of his first appearance costumes. Um, yeah, yeah. Where he's got this it kind of like, like golden this, necklace. This is what he was wearing during the 90s. It was like very close to that costume, like yeah. the disco wing uh-huh. suit. But I, I remember, I told Zach this before, yeah. this was my first exposure to Nightwing as a character. <laughs> and even though it said Robin has become Nightwing, I flat out when I bought this figure, I thought that this character was Native American. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. He's very, he's very yeah. tan. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that is true. I think I'll show a and picture look, of the could Riddler. be like a feather kind of thing or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah, it's just there's something about it with the skin tone and yes. the hairstyle and everything. It just it kind of had that feel to it. Totally get it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll we'll look at the Riddler figure too. But this is what I talked with Robert about. I always thought the Nightwing and Riddler were like another ethnicity because they were so tan. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They're just oh. like not all white. I just assumed like that's that's what it was in the comics. So I just never really thought about it. But um, yeah, I really like this Nightwing figure. I had him as a kid, and I didn't even know who Nightwing was at the time because my exposure to Batman was through the movies and the cartoon, and uh, it had not gotten to the new adventures yet. So I was just like, oh, yeah, this is Nightwing. He's cool. Sorry, I'm just laughing at the placement of his right hand where it's cupping. Yeah. It's <laughs> not the best idea. We'll let the My name is Dick. <laughs> we'll let the listeners look that up uh, on their own. <laughs> and then these they are. already <laughs> figured it out. These are some of our other uh, villains. So we do have. Uh, the clacking teeth Joker has got like a little button on the back where the mouth will open and close so mm-hmm. Joker can chomp the shit out of people. I really like that. And he also has mm-hmm. a little bang gun um, with the flag sticking out like a solid piece. Here's that Riddler I was talking about. I have a bunch of him because yeah. he's he's kind of like squatting so he can shoot off his little gun. But I have, I have a ton of him. So I actually have one at work that sits down on a shelf. I've got one in my studio that sits on a shelf. Like I just like yeah. that I can make him sit. But I did think that Riddler was possibly Hispanic or also Native American. Just because he, he is very yeah. tan looking. And then we also have this Elseworlds Two-Face. This is one of my favorite yeah. figures. He's Pirate Two-Face. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love him. He's got the split costume. He has a peg leg and a hook-sword combo on his bad side, which I think is pretty awesome. <laughs> and uh, I wish they would have made a figure of a normal Two-Face with this head sculpt because yeah. it is... The closest, like, accurate head sculpt I've ever seen for, like, a comic book Two-Face. It is really cool looking up close. I like this Joker face. I mean, it's a little bit wild, but mm-hmm. I yeah, don't I know. like his I, hair. This is, this is one of my favorite Joker faces, probably, out of these yeah. toys. No, I like his, these uh, sculpts are legit. Yeah, I love his fingerless gloves, too. 
<laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, I didn't notice that till you said it. Yeah, he doesn't care about fingerprints. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't. Yeah. And this is a closer look at the uh, Asbat figure, which I, mm-hmm. I had as a kid, and I think he's really cool. He's got a little like gauntlet that shoots out a fire spear, so that's pretty awesome. This is a wild red design for Batman, yes. that's yeah. for sure. It's cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, after Legends of the Batman, Kenner made one more attempt at the Elseworlds design concept with their Legends of the Dark Knight line, but again, it failed to gain traction on the market and was canceled. This line, though, does seem to have more value among collectors, and many of the figures are molded in styles more appropriate for display than play. The molds are creative and inventive and bring an artistry to action figures that is seldom displayed. That said, they are still entry-level collectibles and can be uh, found for just a few dollars. So these guys are big. As it says, massive, Massive. chiseled, ripped. Ripped. (laughs) Now, was this about 97 Actually, no. This is a. Uh, this is still like, I think ninety four. Yeah, this is still around ninety four yeah, because before Batman oh, wow. Forever. Before Batman Forever. Yeah. Because this really, like you were talking about the McFarlane influence, this feels mm. like they were yeah. like, oh, yes, this definitely. is coming up. Like we got to do yeah. something about this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, for the viewer, for the listeners at home, this is an advertisement. So it does literally say massive, chiseled, and ripped <laughs> in different fonts for each word. And it's Legends mm-hmm. of the Dark Knight, premium collector series figures. So these figures are huge. I have a, a number of them. They are, um, I mean, Scarecrow himself has got to be like seven inches tall. He is, uh, he's really cool. He yeah. got a Scarecrow that swings around his sights. He got a Batman with a, a big cape that's got like red claws coming at the top of it um you it's also like spawn, have like a man. yeah this is kind of like spawn oh, it's batman very McFarlane, as robert was yeah. saying yeah yeah and you got like a bane with hair coming out the back of his head like a mane of <laughs> hair and uh you got like bane, all kinds mane. of batman figures robin i think bane and scarecrow may have been the only villains from this line oh there was a uh, penguin too i'll show you a picture in a minute he is awesome oh, his yeah. I was yeah, his, compl- I'm completely unaware of this until right now. I didn't know these figures existed at all. These would have been your favorites, Andrew. They are cool. The penguin is one of my favorites. We'll look at him. He actually has a a jacket made of birds. Uh and his hands <laughs> look like his hands are mutated, but it looks like he's giving the Star Trek symbol. Like it's the two fingers <laughs> it's like these two fingers are merged together. So he is interesting. Mm-hmm. But um I also included a picture of like the main Batman figure from this line. Because he's the classic kind of blue and gray, but his yeah. cape... Is that the one we're seeing here? Yes, to the right. His cape is humongous. Mm-hmm. It actually is... You have to put it together. Those two pieces on oh, top wow. separate. So oh, I the see box, the line there. Yeah, yeah. in the package, you ha- it's separate, so mm-hmm. you have to put it together. But um, he has this oh, like really vibrant, like deep royal blue cape and a dark mm-hmm. gray bodysuit that actually has a... a uh, I guess you want to call it like a patina... But it's like a shaded paint, like shadows are painted into it, in, into the sculpt. Huh. So, uh, and to the if you look at the cowl too, he has a little bit of black shading painted on there. So he's really cool looking. He's very like, um, excuse me if I get the name wrong. Is is it Jim Kelly? That Kelly, are you talking about has, Kelly Jones? Yes, that has yeah. just, just the yeah. bat ears that go on yeah. for weeks. Yeah, yeah, two feet long. Yeah, bat ears. I've never he been a fan of the, the Batmobile ones. Yeah, it's Me too either. it's too long. Maybe in a dream sequence or something in the comics, but I'll kill you with these. But yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's a little too too big. Kelly Jones, yeah. he did the uh, what was it? Gotham after midnight or something like that. Is that right? 
along with like Empire. Yeah, yeah, Red and Rain, ones, Crimson yeah. Mist, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all the horror-centric ones. So, yeah, that does kind of look yeah. like his design. Mm-hmm. There's another advertisement you can see. Oh, they did have Joker. That's right. So they actually had a Joker that's laughing gas Joker, and uh, his torso <laughs> blast off. Right. So his arms what? and his outer torso <laughs> blast off. So he looks super buff, but that breaks off, and he, he does has, look his, like he's been to the yeah, gym his a gaunt, lot. His Joker, more gaunt Joker's body. Out. Yeah, if that blast off. It's like a fake shell, and he has a uh, scrawnier. Uh, physique holding a bomb, a laughing gas bomb, like <laughs> cradling it in his arms on the inside. Mm. And that's really cool. And he comes with this weird little like clown, like gesture. That is yeah. really like spawn to me. It looks like the Violator's kind of face. Of the, of the is is from um, the Max. Yeah. Is like, yeah. Mm. Okay. I've got to say, guys, bigger. This is my favorite Robin, this dive claw Robin. This <laughs> yeah. fucking cape is cool, bro. I had like him. He's really sick. Splattered like green and uh yellow kind of thing. I mean, it's definitely a departure, but this could obviously this could de- definitely fit in like the current uh, you know, DC Metal series. Yeah. I don't know if it ended or not totally, but it's like mm-hmm. it's obviously got that kind of more horror aesthetic, right? So Yeah. Uh yeah, it's this is a, this is awesome. Yeah, I love this line. I thought I had a picture of Penguin in here. Uh, there he is. So Penguin is. Yeah. is right here, and he's here. His oh, umbrella is also made of birds. There's like a bird texture all over it. Uh, oh but God, he is creepy, really awesome. Dude. Yeah, he looks foul. There's an advertisement we're looking at, guys, uh, at home. <laughs> there is a man is a bat pun? in this series. What's that? He looks foul. He's foul. Oh, I did not even mean to do that. Look at that. It's ingrained <laughs> in my subconscious. But yeah, there's an advertisement where it says, welcome oh God, to the geez. nightmare. And it's like really dark lighting. Man Bat has red lighting on him. It looks like blood. But there's Man Bat, Joker, and mm-hmm. Penguin. And they are ready to uh, kill your friends yeah. and family. They look really uh, horrific. Man Bat looks sick, too. It looks definitely, yeah. definitely horror. Let's look at this Batgirl for a second. There is a lot <laughs> to take in. She looks... Dude. I don't know. It is definitely so scandalous. For- for it, the listeners, what don't we see in terms of skin here? It's, Basically, it's like for. it's like Bat, it's like Red Sonia meets uh, yes. Batgirl kind of with wings. Yeah. She's got thigh high boots, thigh, and elbow gloves, her crotch. Yeah. Her crotch is covered. Her boobs are covered, and, and that's she's got it. the cowl on. Everything else, <laughs> her shoulders showing. are covered. That's yes, true. that too. Yes, and her she doesn't have a cape. It's like wings. They look like. Mechanical like bat wings, they're huge. <laughs> this definitely yeah, this is looks how you like, go out to fight a crime at night. Yeah, like it looks like you know somebody's mom saw this in Kmart and was like, "Billy, co- no, keep going." <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it's, you another toy. It's very, very <laughs> fetishy. I, I would say for Batgirl. Definitely. Yeah. If only Robin and Batman had that much skin showing, I think I would feel a little bit better about it. <laughs> jungle, Jungle Rage Robin here. Too. I had him too. Robin. It's yeah. interesting. I've never seen that one. Yeah, he's got a camouflage Man. cape on, like a red and green camouflage cape. It's uh, I had a couple of these. I'm surprised this was not as successful of a line because I had a couple of these figures. I thought they were really cool. This was, what, 96, you said? No, this is still 94. 94. I might have been in a very, very strong Power Rangers phase at this point. <laughs> so I totally skipped this. Well, that's the little thing on there saying 98, 96, something. 
You know you're right. Well, look at that. I have been proved wrong. No need to correct me in the comments. Um, what I had done was I was looking at the dark. I had looked at Legends of the Batman, and I think I was just looking at Legends of the Batman and the Dark Knight at the same time. So Legends mm-hmm. of the Batman does come before Batman Forever. But our listeners at home and viewers on YouTube are getting a sneak peek into the future of 1998 for the Legends of the Dark Knight. Uh, so we haven't got. Oh, that's sure. right. So uh, good detective work, Robert. That's right. We're going to jump back in time in, in a little while, but yeah, this is <laughs> a little bit later. So you're right, Robert. All right. So I think this is a good time to draw things to a close. We will wait until next week's episode where we talk about the rest of Kenner's Batman line, and that is superhero stuff. You should know. Now, we're looking at uh, some of our viewers' comments. So, uh, Tway has said, uh, commenting on the Creating the Hulk for the 90s, I have to be honest, I felt John Turman's draft, circa 1994, was amazing. That was the only script I read that was really true adaptation. I spoke to Turman about his script, and he sent me a photo of his sketch, which he was thinking of Bruce Willis as Banner and Hulk. Hmm. He did mention to me that he didn't appreciate... Uh, Hensley's draft, calling it dreadful. Oh, man. (laughs) This is kind of a story we're breaking here, I think, a little bit. Interesting. Of him wanting to do uh, Bruce Willis as Banner, which I don't like that idea because I think the whole point of Banner is that he shouldn't be cast with an action star. Otherwise, like, what's the point? Mm, Yeah. I, I don't know who I would cast as Bruce Banner at this time, but... Bruce Willis mm-hmm. wouldn't be my first pick. I tell you no. that much. No, um, no I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked him for that. Yeah. Ninety-four is that? Uh, and yeah, ninety-four, ninety. Gonna, oh, uh, ninety-seven or I'm so. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna Robert. say Jeff Goldblum. He's sciencey, like kind of nerdy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was hot at that time. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah, that's much better <laughs> in terms of a Bruce Banner yeah. type. You know, I'm just like, that's Bruce Willis weird. is Hulk? Like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Plug him in as, you know, classic Nick Fury or something, but not as Bruce Banner. Right. All right. So we have looked at this one. Let's look at our next comment. All right. Commenting on Ranking Every Superman Game, Part 1, Platinum Pagoda says, How great of you guys to have Steve Tobolowsky as a guest. But seriously, Zach sounds exactly like him. I don't know who that is, so I don't know whether to be offended or not. <laughs> okay. So Stephen Toplowski yeah, is a ahead. character actor who was Sammy Jenkins in Memento and oh. Ned Ryerson in yeah. Groundhog Day. He's saying that your voice sounds like that. You don't look like him. It's I, just your vo- your regular voice sounds like him, not your Joker voice. Oh, I thought like he was talking about the voice that I did when Andrew had me read that content, where it's like, do a nerdy voice, but I did kind of like a, a Bebo <laughs> voice or something. <laughs> Okay, well that's cool. No, he's I'm have you seen you've like seen Groundhog's Day? It's been a long time. Okay, well he's the guy that's like he's Ryerson, right? Ryerson, yeah, he's the most famous character actor. You've seen him a million times. He just never <laughs> got that big, but he's what's what's his name? What's uh, Bill Murray's name in that? Do you remember? I'm looking it up right now. I've not seen Groundhog Day in a long ass yeah, time. Yeah, me either. He keeps approaching him every day, like wanting to sell insurance or something, and he's like a Phil. long. Phil, Phil, is that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that guy. He was was also rumored to be playing Alfred in Justice League Mortal, but I think he debunked that, so. Oh, that would have been interesting. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. So I'm flattered that I sound like somebody else to one of our listeners. <laughs> and I thought I had a unique voice, but that's all right. And uh, Alia Anderson responded to the Batman Forever script deep dive. I read somewhere years ago that Two-Face flips his coin three times during the attack on Wayne Manor. Each flip is for a different person, and not just Bruce. The first flip is for Alfred, the second flip for Chase, and the last is for Bruce. That way, Two-Face isn't flipping his coin multiple times until he gets his desired outcome. Okay, Zach, what do you, what do you think of this? I think it is a very intellectual way to try to explain the fact that he was not written appropriately for the movie. <laughs> it's a very good way to get around that, but I think we can also say that it was pretty much just not very good writing for that part. Yeah, it's it's a fan I feel like it's a fan explanation for that, but unfortunately the movie just does not lend itself to that. If it was for Alfred then Chase then Bruce, then why wasn't there a shot of Alfred? Right. Flips the coin. Chase yeah. flips the coin and then Bruce. And then why is he always frustrated when it lands on the clean side? So You're right. right. We already know what his outcome is that he desires. Yeah. There is no conflict between the two personalities. He wants to do something bad. That's that's pretty much it. So, as <laughs> yeah. much as I love Tommy Lee Jones' Two Face, that is a, mm-hmm. a big issue in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have just had him flip it once, and that's it. Just cut the other versions. Yeah, pretty much. They had to show him over there doing that. Got to get some more screen time for the Jones man. <laughs> well, we did do that sketch on. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> on your Two Face, just constantly flipping the coin. Yeah, that's how he lives his life. Well, I yep. think that is it for our comments. Our listener comments. So another big shout out to our uh, Patreonites. There's Shasta, <laughs> Leo Mo, Super Inframan, Douglas P, Dan B, Aaron Willett, Aaron Willett, Nick Noir, Willet. Jesse E, Jeffrey R, Scott V, Asgers Webb, Jeremy H, Alex of the What Mean Podcast, Ian Justice, Braxton W, Jared P, and Paul C. We would also like to thank our other supporters, Sparkageddon, SDCT Productions, Robert Schumann, no, Robert Schumann, excuse me, Cookie Noms, Matt Herring, Elijah B, Shamrock Balls, <laughs> Ian H, Walter the Robot, John Wells, Ragai, Jackson Putnam, and 2N. Tway, I'm sorry. You even said that earlier. And Tway N. Okay, everybody. Uh, thank you for uh, being a part of the Patreon, and thank you for uh, you know your other support as well. And we'd like to, uh, as usual, tell you about what's happening down at our Patreon. Uh, so it's Patreon.com/slash/SuperheroStuffPod. That's um, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And we have a one dollar tier, a five dollar tier, and a ten dollar tier. And we actually have other tiers too that get you some exclusive merch. But mm-hmm. really, the, the main ones, those are just, honestly, they're there just as a placeholder. The main ones, though, <laughs> main ones, though, really are the $1, the $5, the $10. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. part of the other tiers, thank you so much for sure. But, uh, we, uh, you know, if you're above the $10, you get all of this stuff as well. But um, mm-hmm. the $1 tier gets you a shout-out and our Patreon shout-outs that you just uh, saw. And then the $5 tier gets you a whole new show. This main show comes out every Monday, and then this whole other Patreon show comes out every Friday. You can cancel any time. It's weekly, and it's basically deeper dives and deeper discussions and uh, things like that. So uh, check that out. 
and uh, we have our new $10 tier, which is a monthly meetup, we're calling it. And that means um, you can meet us and we uh, have like a little reaction thing all together and just have like a little old fun time all together mm-hmm. online uh, via Zoom or something like Zoom. Uh, so uh, check that out, please. That's a $10 tier. Uh, and then um, our merch, you want to go to uh, superhousepod.redbubble.com and you can get all of our all of our merch there and uh, also at superherostuffpod.threadless.com. Uh, man... Maybe this week. Hold me to it. I'll add the fucking Joker <laughs> shit. The Zach Joker. As of this recording, I haven't done it yet, but I will get to it. So anyway, the Ben Man and Indeed Wizard mug, shirts, shower curtains, and everything artwork by Wolfie Cruz. Also, you can see it on superhousepod.com or superherostuffpod.com. Uh, check that out for our uh, newly redesigned website. And also, uh, please send us some audio clips, some fun audio, to superhousepodcast at gmail.com. It can be anything, man. As you can see, we put the most random shit in the middle of the episode. So, uh, yeah, it'd be great to get something weird from uh, from one of you guys as long as it's not fucking incri- incriminating. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. And then uh, please uh, animate our sketches and hashtag it at the bottom in one of the corners of the video throughout the duration of the video. But if you want to animate our sketches, please, if you got the gumption and the gusto, please do that. And I am Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. Thunderwolf Lives, where I do a lot of Japan-based content. Uh, and uh, that is on, yeah, Thunderwolf Lives on YouTube. ThunderwolfDrew.com has my portfolio and all that kind of shit. Check that out. And then uh, the poster by Zach you're seeing now. Yep, and that is uh, AminoRecon.com. Check that out. That is something I'm working on now. And what it is, it's going to be a, an Indiegogo production. Indiegogo is similar to Kickstarter, uh, but it's a little bit better for, for indie films. And we're going to crowdfund this, and it's essentially, uh, think tonally, it's Stranger Things and X-Files. Mix X together, make it rated R, I rate it like a like Ash versus the Evil Dead kind of horror comedy, but then they also have Power Rangers style suits. So <laughs> there you go. Um, and there's alien abductions and shit like that. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a dream project of mine, and I'm we're all working hard on that right now. And uh, I think that's it, Ben. Uh, you can also uh, check us out at uh, Twitter at Superhouse Pod, but everywhere else we are Superhero Stuff Pod. Instagram, Superhero Stuff Pod. We also got TikTok, Superhero Stuff Pod. You can hear Andrew rant about metal stuff. <laughs> That's only a one thing that we do. But we also, hey Zach, if you want to put on some random, completely random shit, let's. We're kind of treating our TikTok as our like totally. I mean, it's going to have our content too. Yeah. But if you want to mm-hmm. do completely off-topic shit. I think it's a, TikTok is good for that because Instagram is really dialed in and everywhere yeah. else. But TikTok, we can kind of like let a little loose there, I think. Yeah. I'll yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. We're also on Vero at Superhero Stuff Pod. Uh, and uh, I'm at BenWanWriter.com. My personal Instagram uh, is BenWanWriter. Uh, and uh, my YouTube channel is in the link below. Uh, you can also check out Early Bird, which is a upcoming kids comic in the style of Batman 66 stuff. So that's at earl-e-bird.com. Again, Instagram is Ben Juan Writer. 
My cat's Instagram, my furry, my furry son, Alfie, is at Alfie Pennyworth Cat. And if you also have a cat, then you can get Whisker Box, the only cat box with a crazy cat lady and gent, as it says on the website. So <laughs> you can use our promo, our promo link for that. And if you don't have a cat but you have a dog, then better yet, you can use the Bark Box promo that we did beforehand uh, that you heard earlier in the break, where you can get the first month off free, valued at $35. Also, shout out to Comic Capital as well as the Everything Entertainment Club on Clubhouse. Over to Zach. Well, I really appreciate all the viewers and listeners for this particular episode, as this was my first time hosting. So any little bumps and hiccups and mistakes (laughs) are just part of the charm. Uh, But if you want to see more from me, uh, you can find me at ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com. And if you want to follow me on the various social media sites, you can do that on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's all Zachary Jackson Brown art. And you can just see more of my shit. So, Robert, where can people find you? Um, you can find me um, at Pim Particles on Instagram. Um, that's where I do uh, all my custom photo, sorry, action figure custom stuff. Um, have nice. my photos there. Um, some of the work in progress stuff. I. I'm too slow about uploading things, but, <laughs> you know, art takes time. This is Hank, right. Pym, Hank Pym Particles, P-Y-M? Yep. Mm-hmm. P-Y-M, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Pimp, pimp Articles. Pimp, pimp Articles. articles. No. I've heard yep. that several times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before awesome. we do our total outro here thing, thanks, uh, Zach, man, your first, your yep. inaugural run. This is, this is good, man, and we got... Mm-hmm. We got you doing it again for the next one, part two. So <laughs> I'm excited. You could tell I had so much shit to talk about yeah. that we had to split it up into two. I mean, now you know how it's like. Yeah. When we started yeah. talking, I was like, "Ooh, we're taking a long time to get to just 89." So, yeah, ben, I'm excited. Ben, we'll make yeah. it cool. Ben, your sabbatical continues, bro. This is uh, this is good, huh? <laughs> well, also for you guys, I'm working on some video game, video essays anyway. So yeah, uh, this is not uh, this is not the only avenue that you hear from me but yeah my sabbatical continues i can't complain about that <laughs> i'll make a i'll make a different thumbnail for the next one and it'll be the one we saw where it's like the riddler and two-face like it'll be batman forever as the action figures for the thumbnail that way we nice. can maybe pull some people in that actually have some nostalgia for that too mm-hmm. yeah that's a good idea all right and uh i want you to do us a favor i want you to tell all your friends about us You did it. You did it right this time, Andrew. Fucking, I'm trying (laughs) over here, man. Indeed. Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network.